This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. Uh, yeah. And we're just two guys who have no other trace now to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're learning about branding and slicing tendons as we watch mm. Spine 386 in the Criterion Collection, Kenji Mizuguchi's Sancho the Bailiff from 1954. But first, RJ, mm-hmm. uh, happy spring to you. Hey, don't don't do that. You're gonna jinx it. You're gonna jinx it somehow. It's technically it's I'm acknowledging the change. I'm aware of what you're acknowledging. I'm just saying I, I believe that you're gonna jinx it in some capacity. Ah, I mean, one is a coward and superstitious kind of person. Well, I mean, yeah, you're. I, mean, I, 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 I could see that. How how could you not be? You're the dude who does all that stuff, like. With minis and stuff, what's more superstitious than minis? Super, uh, super, as superstitious as minis. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of superstitions. Yeah. The mini kind. I don't know. You got lots of super minis. It's more more in the games, I guess, like about dice. Yeah. There's definitely things like that. I mean, there's some people who get real weird. I haven't encountered this myself uh, mm-hmm. personally, but people who like get really upset if you touch their dice. How many people's dices have you been touching? Well, I haven't. I've just heard people have you, said. Has anyone ever tried to touch your dice? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Who gives and a what shit? did you do? I, I didn't care. You didn't do anything? No, not not even a little bit. Really? Mm-hmm. Not like Yeah. Hmm. Seems like you don't care, but all right. So what other superstitiouses do you have? Oh, I don't know. Uh, there's some, uh, um, you know, sometimes one says knock on wood. Okay. I don't know, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but you do it. Do keeps you... the keeps the bad the bad spirits away. I yeah. I, I, I think is the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember. There's like a a, a whole thing behind that expression. And I can't remember, but yeah. I assume it involves wood elves, spirits of some sort, brights. Yeah. Have you ever, um, when you drive by the cemetery, do you hold your breath? No. Yeah, but what if one of those? What if one of the? What if one of the demons steals your soul when you breathe out? One of the you, demons. You you go to breathe out. You go, and then the demon's right there and goes, "Gotcha," and steals it right out. Have you not considered this? I haven't actually. I feel like this is right up your alley, man. Uh, I don't know, RJ. Dead is dead. Dead is dead? Yeah. What if dead is bread? <laughs> I got you on I'm, that one. I'm looking on uh, Wikipedia at the expression knocking on wood. And? You find uh, origin. A common explanation uh, traces the phenomenon to ancient Celtic peoples who believed it called on spirits or gods of the trees. 
while Christians tie the practice to the wood of the cross of crucifixion. Holy. A more modern theory from folklore research Steve Rude suggests it derives from a form of tag called hmm. Tiggy Touchwood, in which players are what? safe from being tagged if they are touching wood. The British version of the phrase touch wood has been traced back as far as the 17th century. And RJ, as I say, touch wood, I, I'm reminded of an expression of called uh, touching cloth. Touching cloth? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, have you heard of, are you familiar with turtling? Turtling? Not really. Yeah. Could you oh. describe it? Well, it's when you're, uh, well, I think this might be kind of like what you were describing the other week. Uh, after you had some of that fine food from a, a local a West Side restaurant. Oh, yeah. And uh, you had an, some urgency. Uh, in, yeah. And uh, removing yourself and getting home as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, there's a possibility there that you might have been turtling, uh, but I think it would, the, the state would have been too liquid uh to be considered that no i don't i don't believe i used any of that verbiage <laughs> but what i'm saying is uh-huh uh touching cloth is, is to be you have to go to the bathroom real bad and uh you might not make it and it's and it's touching cloth so when was the last time that happened to you touching cloth oh it's been a long time rj because i think it's happened to all of us as human beings they just might be uh, too embarrassed to admit it. I mean, I don't know. The, the the body sometimes has a mind of its own. You think it takes control? It, it, sometimes, well, it, it hoards losing control. Losing control, you say? Yeah. Interesting. So, put, uh, so uh, putting you to the question, RJ, have you ever touched cloth? I'm still not really sure what it means, so I'm going to say no. Okay. Because I don't want to be caught off guard here on something that uh, mm. I can't, um, I can't have deniability on later. Okay. You know about deniability? A plausible deniability. Yes. Yes. So if I don't say with certainty no. any one thing, I think well, I'm you in the could, clear. You, I mean, you could say not that I recall. Not that I recall. Yeah. Not that I recall. No. Uh, I blacked even, out. Even though you vividly can remember the sensation of it. I, I can say that uh, I was in a state of uh, high stress, and uh, I, mm -hmm. I blacked out, um, and I mm -hmm. don't remember what happened. Wow. I think I think I was unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't that guy in Canada win that thing where uh, he was in a, a state of delirium or whatever because he was, like, really... He was either on drugs or a mix of drugs oh. and alcohol, and he did some bad stuff, but... It, He's he's like he, it wasn't him. It wasn't his state of mind. Uh, yeah, I think it might have been mushrooms. Yeah. No. So yeah, he was under hallucinogenics. So yeah, he bro broke into a one of his professors, like into a professor's uh, yeah. house. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Good. Did some bad stuff. Nope. Yeah. Under yeah, the. Do you influence. think that dude did minis? I doubt it. Yeah. I, I, Not enough I, patience I, I, for it. No, I don't think so. I think. Yeah. I think it it takes a a real. Real type to be into the miniature art. Could you describe what type that is? Uh, uh, mine. What's my type, RJ? Can you describe well, what that is? Have you ever heard of a term that is used to describe men? Yeah. Of a certain cloth. Some have like, said that it's a touch of cloth. A, these touch, kind of of cl men. a, touch, a touch of cloth. A touch of cloth, these kind mm -hmm. of men. 
Okay. I'm not quite sure what that means, but I've heard I mean neither. Uh, <laughs> I've either. heard that is in some way related to your situation. Yeah. In your current state. So that's cool. I like that. You like that. Yeah, I like that. Beautiful. Which is really good. Yeah. So uh, what else is going on with you, Jer? Not, not much. Uh, how's Pizza Hut? Always good. Always good. You know, we're churning out more pizzas than ever. Weather's getting nice. People still don't want to go outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice, but we're in that weird state where in the morning yeah. it's absolutely frozen. Yeah. And you still got to, you're like, burk it up in like your parka. And you, you gotta like scrape your windshield, and then by noon you're like, you got the AC on. And you go, oh shit, it's hot out there. You ever seen that? You ever seen one of those? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So we got that. Uh, our, uh, hey, what kind of water tank you got in that place? You got one of those on demands? You no. Got a, no. 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 You no, got no. A, an, a old tank? Yeah. Really? Old, what's the, old, what's the old lifespan school. on that? I don't know. Ten years. Is about ten to fifteen, I think. We got one of the on demands, and it's leaking now, so we have to get it repaired. It's gonna be a big uh, fix. Yeah, and uh, well, oh, how old is that? Uh, well, we don't know because uh, there there wasn't a date on it, but the um, the uh, people checking it out for us said that that model was sold around two thousand nine, two thousand ten. So okay. anywhere from thirteen to fourteen years old. It's, it's so it's in the window. It's in the window. Yeah. Oh. The guy also claimed that if you do get these things serviced regularly, they could last up to 15 to 20. Oh, that's wow. what he claims. No, how, how much does this service cost? $200. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and you're supposed to do it every 18 months. Uh, for a full system flush. And how much does it cost for a on-demand like, tank or whatever it is? Uh, so it depends. It we, got, we got two unit. quotes. Uh, yep. The cheaper one that we got was $2,600. Which. The water heater is like, what, not even a thousand bucks? Yeah, a water. Yeah, one of those. But like, so we asked about that too. But the way it is, is like when you either you make a house, like all the new builds are designed for the tanklesses. But then if you have an older house like ours and then you go to the tankless, they have to kind of change the piping. You know, so like our house is set up for tankless and they're like, yeah, you could put in a tank, but they're like, it costs you a lot of work to basically retrofit back to tank setup. Yeah. And we're like, you're you're locked in. Yeah. Well, and like the annoying thing, too, is like, I know they don't know, but they're like, they're like, well, the motor's out and that's where the leak is coming from. And they're like, you could just replace the motor. um, But uh, they're like, that could last anywhere from a year to five years and then you'll probably need to get a new one anyways and we're like oh we're like well what do we do and they're like i don't know they're like we'd probably just get a new one so, so get like, this so rj yeah i i just did the math for you because i'm yeah. a good guy if you pay 200 i think and this is me off the cuff if you pay 200 dollars yeah. a month every 18 months oh not a month once a sorry, year sorry, sorry. or once every, every sorry. 18 months I meant, yeah. sorry what i meant was if you get it done every eighteen, eighty every eighteen months at two hundred dollars yeah. a pop, it will be nineteen years. Nineteen years. Yeah. Okay. So, or you just spend the money when you need to. Yep. 
And actually, it was funny. <laughs> so, like, the guy who said that, too, he was like, yeah, you either do it every year, he's like, or don't do it at all. And I was like, what? Just and, don't do it at all. No, though, there well, is no other. There's no well, other choice. You just don't do it. You and just, his cause... explanation made sense, too, because he was yeah. like, he's like, well, have you ever had it done? And I was like, well, we just moved in a year ago. I was like, so oh, we don't know. Oh, he's like, oh, that's your problem right there, bud. Well, he was yeah. like, no, he he actually, yeah. he, he did seem honest. He was kind of like, well, he's like, if you've never done it, he's like, sometimes doing the system flush can just like stir up stuff that you don't want mixing in there, like calcium. He's like, yeah. so sometimes it's better to just leave it. And we were like, stir okay. it up. It's, a, it's like, a flush. The flush is supposed to take everything away. Yeah. Well, it's, he said it, it doesn't, it's not always that clean. Scam. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at least, he, at least he was honest where he was like, either do it or just don't. And we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways. Same, same difference to me one way or another. It's like, so the, uh, yeah. So yeah. The, ab- the pump was like, yeah, no. The pump was 600 bucks, but they were very, very like, and I understand they're like, they're like, well, we can't say they're like, could last five years, could last like six months and then something else breaks. We don't know. And I, it was like, okay. And this is a, we'll, we'll chew it on some, uh, I don't know, tar. Yeah. And we did, uh, we did go to two, or got, we got quotes from two separate places. One of the other places cost was even more than uh, that one. So we were like, mm. holy shit. Um, but yeah, the house is set up for it. So we can't really change. It'd be, it'd be too much. It'd be too much, Jared, too much. And then you have the same, I mean, it sounds like it's the same though. Like water heater or on demand. It's the. So there's upsides to non-demand. You've already got it, which is yeah, you got hot water, baby, on yeah. demand. Yeah, and I think the I think what the selling point was when they came out with these were that they were eco-friendly and that you would save on your energy bill in the long run. But like, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. that's necessarily true. I know that's what they said. It's like maybe, but I don't have a water tank, so I can't really compare the the water prices. Oh. <laughs> Let me just say scam. <laughs> <laughs> scam lord um i i don't know i yeah everything about this oh yeah pay us 200 dollars every 18 months and then it will last exactly as long as it would normally last and then you get and then you get to spend 2600 dollars at the end of that and it'll cost more at that point because yeah of depreciation of like that like the price of it will be more and you're just and, paying, and, and that two hundred dollars every eighteen months, it's not always going to be two hundred dollars. No, no, it's going to go. It's, it's going to go up too. And eventually, they'll be like, did you know that on-demand on heating is one of the leading causes of death in this country? Do you have a just do you like have a, gas stoves? Do, do you have a cap for that? Uh huh. I'm sure there's something like that. I'm sure there's something like that. But yeah, no, yeah, uh, it's yeah, a real pain in the asshole because we got a leak in the basement now. We got a buck. It's not huge, but it's a steady drip. Oh, it's a trickle. Or is it a yeah. drip? It's a it's a drip. It's a drip. But like, how often do you bu- have to change the bucket? Uh, once a day. So it's okay. like it was like um from between last night to when I got home today, I'd say it was probably two inches, maybe. Oh, that's not bad. No, no. So yeah, it's it's not like uh our, our basement's not flooding or anything like that. But it's like yeah, we got to get this shit changed. Basap. You know? They could maybe come on Friday. Mm. Maybe next week. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't sound. I mean, you still have hot water. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. So it's not yeah. urgent. You just, and- have to, you just have to dump the bucket. Yes. Andrew's a little afraid to use like the dishwasher and stuff, though, uh, because it's kind of like a long run, but it's full. 
We're out of spoons. Well, I know you can. I know we can hand wash, but I heard a rumor <laughs> once, and this might have just been this might have just been marketing from the dishwasher people. But apparently, big, <laughs> big dishwasher. Big dishwasher. <laughs> they were saying that running your dishwasher actually uses less water than if you hand wash them. When you think about filling up the tub, rinsing every dish or whatever. Now I don't know if that's true, uh, but I know that's what Big Dishwasher has been preaching for a while. Yeah, I don't know. And it's that's not, and it's it's sus. not the it's not the amount, but it's kind of like our dishwasher runs for like two and a half hours. So it's like, well, if water's continuously yeah. running for oh like two God. hours, it's like that bucket might be full by the like you know. So I'm down to one shower a day, well, which is. You, I, I googled it. I googled yeah. it. You don't know where and, this is coming from. Yeah. Is it ever better to hand wash dishes? A dishwasher is more water efficient than washing by hand when you have a full load. If you've only got a few dirty plates or you're in a small household where it's not practical to wait until the dishwasher's full, you're probably better off washing in the sink. Okay. So a full dishwasher is the way to go? Alleg- according to choice.com. That's where I get a lot of my... Who choice.com? Is it GE? General Electric? (laughs) It's quite possible. General Electric's a pretty large outfit. Mm -hmm. Well, Alec Baldwin runs it. Mm -hmm. Bob Villa. He's got a website. Bob Villa? He's got got an opinion on the dishwasher crisis? Yeah. Well, someone that writes for his blog. Savannah Share writes about it. When to use each cleaning method. Well, this is a person, though, that's using... Um... So this is odd. They're... <laughs> so they're loading the dishwasher, this image, and they're using, like, dish gloves? But then in the, photo be- but in the photo beside it, there's a person scrubbing a pot with their bare, bare hands. <laughs> Classic. Classic. What? Like, what they're saying is nice, like proper people wear gloves, even to load the dishwasher. And a nice, proper person would use a dishwasher. Only an animal would use the sink with their hands. In the past, dishwashers might have consumed 10 to 15 gallons of water per cycle. Modern dishwashers, on the other hand, are designed with water efficiency in mind. In fact, mm-hmm. the Department of Energy mandates that full size dishwashers can use a maximum of five gallons of water per cycle. Energy star-rated appliances require even lower water use at 3.5 gallons per cycle. Well, that's what we got. We got an energy star. We got an energy star, Jared. Okay. We well, got one of those energy stars. So do you think if you're like uh, uh, doing it in the, uh, your dishes uh, in the mm-hmm. sink, uh, would you be using the water equivalent of a four-gallon uh, four, four of milk? Well, one gallon is a four liter, right? Sorry, a gallon of milk, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, four Uh, liters of water? Or more? Definitely four liters. Because, like, think about it, like, if I had the the wash tub two liters full with the soapy water and I was washing and then I rinsed my plates. Yes. Which I know some people, but then, like, you just hit the tap. Yep. Yeah, I'd say I could easily use four, four liters of water in one go. Okay, well, on the dish. so so that's that's twenty liters that a dishwasher uses. So you're saying I got a chance? I think you got a chance. All right. I, th- I think we might be able to save Christmas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I'm also almost out of underwear. Um, I don't see the correlation. But... Washing machine. I see. 
I don't mean out like they're all they've dissolved. I mean they're like they're there's hard right. there's there's less clean ones than there are dirty ones. Okay, well what you should do is run the dishwasher and see what happens. Okay. And just go have a look and watch it like this. Yeah. I'm sure it, sh- it should be fine. Because the it's not like more water use is gonna like do anything. The leaks is gonna keep re- leaking. I mean, I and, agree. And if it starts doing any funny stuff, it's where you go go find make sure you know where your uh shutoff valve is. Uh, and then you and then you better hope the shutoff valve works. We were shown where it is, but uh, I can't remember and, which way I, it is. And I, I bet you, well, did they shut it? Did they use it when they were checking it today? Uh, or this was? They were here yesterday. I wasn't, uh, it, mm. the wife had to handle it because I was, um, I was doing physical activity. What? I was doing physical activity. Physical activity. I was doing some physical activity, Jared. Wow. Am I going to say what I was doing? No. Okay. But I was doing, Physical activity. By yourself. No, there was others. Oh. There were many, many others. Hmm. Hmm. I'll I'll leave it there. I'll let let the the imagination percolate. The wife had to take care of that one. No. Yeah, if you know what I mean. So, anyways, what were you talking about? Oh, yeah, it's a real pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, that we have to yeah. do this. Yeah. This house is a fucking unending money pit. I mean, not really, but it, it, it sucks. That it's like, you got to do this. You got to do that. And you go, God damn it. I don't want to do anything. Gosh darn it. I just want to come home and sit on the couch and not have to worry about stuff. You know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean, Jer? I'm hearing you. I mean. Yeah. I mean. So, anyways, that's a major pain in the ass. And uh, other than that, um, physical activity. Yeah. So, what about you? What have you done physically lately? Well, I've reached over. Uh, and then? To grab some paint. Oh. You know? You probably burn a lot of calories just like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sit- sitting on the thing, though. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, my finger using that airbrush, that trigger, yeah. it's not, it's not going to pull itself. I heard that you burn like 40 calories every fart. And do you believe that? Yeah, what's People, not to believe? Well, maybe GE has something to say about that. I mean, I've been, I've been losing weight frequently, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, gas. Flatulence. Flatulence. Flatulence, because yeah, like despite what the internet thinks, I'm not a huge fat guy. Remember mm-hmm. when that was the thing for a long time? That was classic. It was classic talking oh. about people's weights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Classic, <laughs> classic. Don't talk about the weight unless it's the weight of their dong. Am I right? <laughs> the weight of their dong. Yeah, what kind of weight you packing? Six pounds? Eight pounds? <laughs> At least one kilo. <laughs> Damn, we'll go. that's crazy. Uh, some dudes man. packing heat. Packing man, heat I, 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 I was wondering recently, like, why is our listenership going down? Because uh, we're talking about I, dishwashers I, I, for 35 I, I, minutes? I, I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I don't know. I think the dishwasher talk's fine. I'm not sure much about the weighing your dong talk. I think, if that. anything, that's going to increase our listenership. And if it doesn't, hmm. good riddance to the people who leave. You know what I mean? I see. 
Like, I'm talking about high-end stuff here, Jer. Do you have yeah. any idea about dong talk? I do now, unfortunately. I don't I don't much care for it. About dongs? Uh, you know, though, I was going to say, you know, on Discord, RJ. Oh, yeah. What's Discord? Well, it's the fastest growing social media platform in the world today, and we're on it. And oh, you wow. know what? Last week, I saw these people talking about, oh, it would be so great if, like, we could do our own podcast and uh, do our that? own show. People. People on, people in Creepsville. And I went, you know what? I'm going to put this to the test. I'm going to create a, a voice channel for, for these people. And they can do whatever they want in there. So call okay. it the, called the Anvil. And uh, uh-huh. it's their own, their own little private feed. And you know what? I haven't seen anybody in it. Not a, not a soul. What if they were there when you were sleeping? It's possible, but I doubt it. You don't get like a notification if someone's using no. the channel? No, I don't give a shit. But like I'm just saying. If guy I, went but, on there I'm, and was like, pee pee, pee pee pee, you wouldn't get a notification? Nope. They okay. Can they, they can do whatever they want. Okay. okay. No rules in the anvil. All right. What else? What else? They, they, can, they, your... can talk, they can talk about dongs all day. Excuse me. Could you clarify what you mean by that? Hey, RJ. Yeah. Remember how we said there was no emails for two uh, weeks? Yeah. Uh, well, it's tr- still true. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, good. Uh, good. But we got important stuff to talk about. Like Very important. Well, we were, we were, yeah, I mean, our episodes seem like, you know, getting a little long in the tooth. And I think people, uh, they were sleeping on the the joys of email. That's true. And uh, so we, we hit the brakes. It'll be yep. back. Uh, two weeks, folks. Eventually. Uh, you know what? I am glad to report that they're, the, the bag is starting to... to find some emails in them itself so that's good so we're, we're guaranteed a couple and we'll see what happens uh over the next little two weeks yeah we'll see hey is something gonna happen i don't know i don't know but we'll sure see yeah we'll see uh we'll see what happens with the email big when we get another hot juicy star trek discovery episode out there yeah or not right discovery or not we'll see. ah good good hey rj <clears throat> yes what you what you been creeping on this oh i watched the movies no oh i watched the movies have you not have you are you no. not aware of this you're not I, aware of this first time hearing about it well i watched some stand-ups and those are always good but uh are I they had, uh i mean they were they were good yeah i mean i don't mind stand-up uh the wife really likes them too or like she she's the big stand-up enthusiast but we throw that shit on and you know sometimes i go on my phone a little bit it's just some some nice stuff to have on um but uh her and i had a nice uh night italian style Jarrett. oh no we had an italian double feature uh one of these films i've seen before which is a classic from the 90s scene, from the the year that all of the greatest movies ever made was made in 1999. You know how people say that, right? Yep. This is one of those greats. Uh, and then we watched uh, another 90s film, which I saw on a... I was on Letterboxd, and I just, like... I was like, 90s comedies, because like, we've been going through a rip of those. I was like, I wonder if there's any of these I haven't seen. And this one was, like, super highly rated, and I've never even heard of it. So I was like, what the hell? Um, so I watched... We did a double he- a header of mickey blue eyes oh best year movies and then big night from stanley tucci do you know about big night jared 
Not really. See, I never, I never even heard of this, but uh, I can't really remember Mickey Blue Eyes. But have you ever seen Mickey Blue Eyes, Jared? I have. Oh, you have? Did you see it in theater? No, that was a rental. I do believe. Uh, how many times did you rent it? Multiple? No, actually, that wasn't a rental. That was one of those uh, Costco DVDs that my parents bought. I think. Uh, oh yeah, I I know those Costco DVDs. My uh, my dad. I there was the one I always remembered. It was like Blood Simple, like that Clint Eastwood movie or something like that. But it was like, oh, Blood Work. Blood Work. But it it was it had like red holographic on it, and I was always like, that movie looks scary. So I never yeah. watched it. Yeah. Uh. So what do you think? What do you remember about Mickey Blue Eyes? You big fan? I've watched it once. Yeah. It's um, a. Remember when everyone was mad at Hugh Grant last week after the Oscars? Why? What did he do? I don't know. He wasn't. He wasn't a um, Team generous uh, interview, and he was just shutting down the interviewer, asking, you know, boring, shitty yeah. questions. And he yeah. he was just he wasn't having any part of it. But people were, like, why did he even agree to do it then? See, I don't know. I don't know. That whole that well, all that stuff is such horseshit. I'm so no glad kidding. I don't watch it anymore. Yeah, um, you're, you're clean. I yeah, you know what I was doing instead? Watching Mickey Blue Eyes. Oh, with, with James, James Caan from James Bulletproof Khan. fame. He was in Bulletproof, Jared. Remember he was. Bulletproof and Thief. Yeah. So uh, Mickey Blue Eyes. We have Hugh Grant, and he's a British guy, and he's uh, he proposes to his girlfriend, and his girlfriend cries and runs away, and he goes, "Oh, that's weird. I got. I should go meet her dad and ask uh, ask her dad if she, he knows where she is, but he's never met him. And then he goes, and the dad's James Con, and the James Con is involved in Italian affairs, Jared. New York Italian affairs. You know what that means? No. What? Tell me mafia. about it. The mafia. Oh shit. So uh, he meets James Con. James Con's thrilled that uh, he wants to marry the daughter. Um, and then the when Hugh Grant meets or like finally finds her, she's like, "I'm sad because now you know about my family, and they're gonna pull you into this, and they're gonna change you." And he goes, "No, I'm Hugh Grant. They'll never do that to me." That's his accent. Um, oh. But wouldn't you know it, Jarrett? That's exactly what they do. He's uh, an art auctioneer, so he auctions art, Jarrett. Uh, and the mafia guys start using this as a. Uh, um, a way to launder money because uh, one of the mob boss's sons makes really bad art of like, uh, or actually one of them was really cool. It was like Jesus with like a machine gun, like, like mowing down people. I actually thought it was really cool. I was like, I like this art piece. Um, but in the movie, it's played up that it's bad. Uh, so then Hugh Grant's getting in trouble with that. And then, you know, some bad stuff happens. He kind of does something not right. And they have to, uh, um, figure it out and then one of the other mob guys wants Hugh Grant dead and he wants James Conn to do it and James Conn goes well he's gonna marry my daughter so uh, you know it's a whole thing Jarrett yeah and they don't want him to talk in front of the mobsters because they'll know he's British so they call him Mickey Blue Eyes he's from Chicago or something and he's mm. on some end of a spectrum because he doesn't talk and he does weird stuff weird British stuff Jarrett I see I see so this is all time banger. Everyone likes Mickey Blue Eyes. Jarrett's one of his favorite movies. Uh, it's it's exactly what you would expect it to be. Um, everyone from The Sopranos and Analyze This is in this movie. So not everyone, but a lot of people from all your uh, usual suspects from Italian type stuff. 
Um, the funniest thing in this movie, though, Jared, is one of the heavies, like the heavy uh, guys who's like intimidating people, is uh, Artie Bucco from The Sopranos. Do you remember Artie Bucco, the chef? No. Artie Bucco is like the chef uh, that like Tony like uses all the time, and in oh, Sopranos, it's okay. Yeah, like the little wiener guy who yes. like, has the restaurant. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, top, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the heavy in this movie. Oh man, which. I found really funny because it's like this guy really was he, he probably was so like tired of being get, getting like shit on in the Sopranos. He's like, I need a movie where I'm tough. Oh, or maybe this was before Sopranos. I don't know. But it's uh, funny to see Artie Bucco in the role of a tough guy. You know, Jared knows all about Artie Oh, I, I know all about it. Mm-hmm. So that's Mickey Blue. And then we watch Big Night, which I've never heard of. Stanley Tucci wrote it. And it stars him and uh, who is Monk? Tony Shalhoub. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they play Italian brothers. One is Primo and one is uh, Secondo. So for Primo, one, Secondo, two. And uh, this thing plays out like a play a lot. They open up a, uh Italian restaurant in Jersey in 1950. And they're making authentic, authentic Italian food. But these peasant Jersey people... They just want the macaroni and gravy, you know. They don't want the real Italian food. Mm-hmm. And so their business is struggling. So they're trying to uh, throw a big party to showcase their food to kind of stir up business. And they get uh, Ian Holm. You remember him, right, Jared? Yeah. Uh, uh, he's, I, I know that Ian Holm. He's the rival Italian restaurant, but it's not. they're, they're not rivals. They're just kind of like... Uh, opposite restaurants and that guy's like yeah i'll help you out i'll get you i'll get you the right people in that place on that night and then they make all their food and they have a big party and stanley tucci's dating mini driver but then uh isabella rosalini's in the mix too you know anyways that's what this movie's about it plays out like a play it's not bad but it's not like i don't know why this was under the best comedies of the 90s i was like what the hell it's very bizarre okay but the, there's a li- there's a line in this movie, and I didn't make this up, but like there's a line in this movie where Mini Driver's trying to like freak on with uh, Stanley Tucci, and he's like, "Listen, baby, I'm all jizzed up down there." Freak? And, Did uh, you say freak on? Yeah. What's that mean? Uh well, he says that he's all jizzed up. Okay, but 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 what is like a jizz dog? But what? what that's what he said. Yeah. But, but... <sighs> she was trying to do stuff. What? Like what stuff? Stuff to his pee-pee. Oh. She said she, was uh, tired of, she said she was tired of making out. I see. She, I see. But he was all, you know. Anyways, it was an okay movie. But he was all jizzed up. He was, yeah. He couldn't control it. He couldn't help himself. So. I see. What are you, you going to do, right here? That's a very writerly. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I, I, it, I, I keep I keep I, I keep looking at uh, uh, Tony Shalhoub here in this uh, as an Italian banner. man. Well, yeah, I always I see his soup Nazi. Yeah, uh, that or he does he does look kind of like a Mario. Uh, wow. Okay. Like a Mario? Do you know right. about a Mario? A I know Mario. that movie's I, I know that movie's coming out soon. Yeah. Super Mario. Yeah. Is Tony Shalhoub Italian? Um, Tony Shalhoub is a human being of Italian descent. I don't know. He was in Monk. Yeah. He was in that TV show Monk. <laughs> he was. 
he he played monk you know what rj he's an american that's what he is okay okay good to know good to know um he was was, he's raised in a lebanese maronite household in green bay wisconsin Mm. i kind of like that you know about lebanon i do yeah we went to a lebanese restaurant on the weekend it was great uh his father his, his father joseph was from mount lebanon while it was still part of the Ottoman Empire. Mm. You hearing about this? Ottomans. Yeah. Those pesky Ottomans. Yeah. Do, yeah, you you know, an, do you have an Ottoman in your home? Uh yeah, kinda. Okay. Yeah. Uh and then on part of on top of that, Jared, those are movies I watched, but uh I uh my gaming has slowed down, but there was a game I was yeah. for, what for the a hell? couple weeks. I did finish a game. I finished that God of War three. Okay game so uh i played that and uh those first three god of wars i think have aged a bit i know i know people talk about having played them a while ago but some of the stuff in there is kind of like kind of fruity like it's uh it's kind of fruity like it uh it doesn't play well (laughs) and there's play like is that is that the word for it yeah it is okay so here's what i mean by fruity like uh there's like a there's there's a part of the game where it's like a sex scene where it's like Aphrodite and you have to like you have to move the joysticks into like a pleasurable like sex situation with her and, and I was like and and the word and the word that comes to mind to describe this is fruity that's the word I would describe it I thought it was fruity I was kind of like this is oh. I was like this kind of lame okay it's like, I, it's like I know ten years ago horned up dudes were probably like oh yeah but I thought it was kind of fruity Jared. <laughs> See, again, you're interesting. Hey, you can use words in any way you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I've learned uh, doing this podcast. Words have no meaning. Or whatever RJ feels where, like Where saying. would you use fruity? I don't know. Um, okay. You know, actually, apparently in informal British, which uh, uh, one could suggest sexually suggestive in content or style. But... Um, See, so yeah. I'm not far off. Or, or I didn't realize you were British. Well, Rob Eagle emails into uh, the podcast a lot when we offer emails. That is, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, so what was I was gonna say, yeah, I don't know. Those games are okay. They're okay. They're okay. So I'm yeah. playing something right now. I don't know if I should speak to it yet. It's gonna be a little bit before I'm done. So the one thing I want to mention, ask though, is like, okay, so you think that in the time that God of War was released, that uh fiddling around with Aphrodite would have been uh, good. Probably. When did God of War 3 come out? Like 10 years ago? Oh, I don't know. So you're like, yeah, I think at the time I would have appreciated this more. No, I never said I would appreciate it. <laughs> I, I said 10 years ago, I bet du- horned up dudes would have been all over, uh, which I, I think... Thir- 13 years ago. Which I feel like now horned up dudes would still be all over it, but I feel like yeah. 13 years ago... Horn- so... Horned up dudes are into all kinds of things. Horned up dudes are into all kinds of things. So, yeah. and the gameplay is fine, but I, I do find some aspects of God of War annoying. Like sometimes it just doesn't like, it's not super intuitive or fluid in like what you're trying to do. And like sometimes I just like run off ledges, and I'm like, and it just happens over and over again. I'm like, what am I doing here? And like, it just doesn't work. Or there's they throw puzzles in there, and I don't think they're very good at puzzles in those games so it's kind of like the puzzles are either um so easy that it's kind of like i don't know why this is in here it'll be like step on this block and you'll do it and it'll be like Ching! and you're like okay well that is kind of pointless or it'll be like so overly complicated you'll be like 
I'll be like, how did they expect anybody to figure this out? This is fucking ridiculous. So there's no middle ground. It's either super lame or so incredibly hard that I was just kind of like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. So I don't know if that's good game design or not. Uh, I'm reading through the reception for God of War 3 on Wikipedia. Uh, God of War 3 received universal acclaim, according to review aggregator Metacritic. Adam Thessler of X-Play said the game finishes the trilogy on an exceptionally high note, and it, quote, blends all of its best attributes into a stellar experience, end quote. IGN's Chris Roper said that God of War 3, quote, practically redefines scale in video games, singling out the size of the Titans as being larger than entire levels in other games. No. Is this true? Is this, I mean, not, you're disputing uh, Chris Roper's claim. I don't think that's accurate. Like, there's Titans in there, like Shadow Colossus style, and you do, like, move around them, and then, like, you go in the Titans, and that's, like, a level in itself, but it's not, like, bigger than other levels. It's just a level inside of a big dude. Like, I never felt like it was Matt, huge in scope. <laughs> Matt Leone of 1UP said the gameplay has variety. You seemingly see, acquire, and participate in something new around every corner. According to Leon, each weapon adds a lot of depth to the combat system. Uh, Christian Donlin of Eurogamer said that the combat system level flow and pacing of bosses and puzzles remains largely untouched, but everything's bigger, grander, and more elaborate. He praised the weapon's accessibility, saying that it is easy to quickly switch between them. No, a hard, hard disagree. That is one of the worst aspects of the game is the weapon shifting. Like, your D-pad, up, left, right, and down all change your weapon. Your clicker buttons on the top all change a secondary weapon. Like, you have a weapon and a secondary weapon. I thought it was so excessive. Like, I played for a bit, and then I stopped playing for, like, not even a long time. Like, six or seven days. Like, one week. I didn't play. And I came back in and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, how do I do anything in this game? Like, that's like, you have to just, I know that's like a lot of games. I was like, if I don't just play, 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 I'm going to forget how to play this fucking game. And I don't know if that's a good mark of a game. I don't mean it should be simple, but it was like unnecessarily complicated. Well, according to Tom McShay of GameSpot, the combat and scale have been pushed further than ever before creating an experience so focused and explosively fun that it's hard to put down and even harder to forget. I don't know. I mean, I think it was okay, but I definitely have some... I'm like, this isn't a great game. Kind of a game. Uh, you, you wouldn't give it 9 out of 10? Fuck no. I'd give it like a 6.5. Wow. I don't know. I'm not a like. I I mean, I played all three, so I mean, there's something to it. Like, I didn't I didn't just quit because I was like, fuck these games. So there's something good about it. It's just I don't know. Maybe it's a they were built up for so long that when they were never gonna meet my expectations. What what, I mean. what what would you give Uncharted two? Uncharted two. Uh, the end. All Uncharted one to three was miles ahead of God of War. Okay. What would you I think, give it? What would you give it out of ten? I'm trying to think about which two is. I'd say eight and a half out of ten. Okay. I'm sure two was good. It didn't have that jet ski level in it, so that was a big plus. The biggest horseshit fucking level I've ever seen. I think that was an uncharted one. Horseshit. So, anyways, I'm done those. I do have. Uh, I did get the. 
God of War four for like eight dollars at Christmas. So I do have I'm sitting on that, but I'm not playing that right now. Start a new okay. game, Jared. I'm back on Nintendo. Oh no. Yeah. Well, I'm playing a Nintendo right now, and then uh, if I can get it done eventually, there was a uh, a PlayStation sale, and I did buy uh, two games for nine dollars total. Ooh. Uh, which I I am finding. I think I mentioned before, but the biggest shift from uh, Nintendo games never go on sale, even if they're eight years old. Yep. But PlayStation games, you wait like two months, and they're already twenty dollars off. And I'm in no rush, so like these games that have been out for like two, three years, they pop up for like five bucks. It's like that's that's my it's uh, my kind of bargain. There was a game I was like that Dead Space remake came out like two months ago, and it's already twenty dollars off. So in my mind, it's like I'll just wait another six months. I could probably get it for twenty dollars flat, maybe less. Probably true, but, but now you're not part of the conversation. Uh, well, I've never been part of the conversation. Except this one. This game, I might be part of the conversation that I'm playing right now. Oh. Teaser. Uh, anyways, uh, are you still watching X-Men? Because I am. I'm uh, yeah, I'm, I'm chipping away at it. Uh, yeah. Let's see where I'm at. I finished season two. I th- No. Yes. I thought you were on season three. Yeah, because you're yeah, on Phoenix. Ah, uh, God, where am I in season three then? I'm almost... Well, season three is longer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, the Phoenix Saga is like six episodes or something. But it's only the well, first oh, like episodes. four. Oh. And then there's the Dark Phoenix Saga, which is another four. Oh. Have you hit Dark Phoenix Phoenix yet? No, I have watched. Uh, I'm right before that. I'm like, mm. I didn't. Yeah. So I just finished watching the one where it's like Sauron, the adventures of Sauron. Oh, when he uh, turns into, he goes to New York. Yeah. That one's pretty. I like his little yeah. tiki torch thing. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. So I did watch. So that's where I left off. I didn't realize that it goes right back into uh, Dark Phoenix immediately mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Jan, Jan Strand wrote the first episode. He's uh, or uh, actually, I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming yes, Jan, Jan Strand right writes uh, Richard Corbin comics way back in the day. That's cool. That cool. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Where, where did I leave off? From I rambled about it last time. I was watching the the Phoenix Saga. It's okay. Mm. Um, and then there's the yeah the, the weird. Sometimes they change the uh, opening credits music, and and then they go and then they go back. They realized that was a mistake, so they change it for a couple episodes when Jean Grey is gone. Yeah, I think they were trying it out, and then when Jean Grey does come back, they're just now I'm in season f- at the end of season four now, and it's just it's this it's the original again for yeah. for always. So yeah, there's the episode "No Mutant Is an Island," <laughs> where oh, uh, Cy- yeah. Cyclops runs away to yeah. join the circus, and then he goes back to his old orphanage, and then Purple Man shows up. Yeah, do you remember Tacky in that episode? I do. Yeah, he, what was I, his I, I, power? Uh, he's in a wheelchair. His wheelchair transformation power, Jared. Yeah, he can transform his wheelchair into anything he needs it to be. That's a good is, power. Is that a canon character in the Marvel universe? <laughs> I don't believe so. Uh, and then there's uh, there's the episode of Ar- Archangel, uh, pissed at Apocalypse. It's just a big fight episode. Oh, that's that like spite episode or something, right? And then there's like the AI system that Beast falls in love with. Oh yeah, Beast is an insult. I heard in the comic books they made Beast a villain. He turned heel. Oh my god, is he turning into Dark Beast finally? Yeah, I uh, I don't follow the X Men comic Ooh. anymore, but I just saw a thing on Reddit, 
uh, Marvel acknowledges Beast is now a villain. And I'm oh, like, damn. Wow. Uh, then there's yeah. the long the long shot episode, which is Mojo verse part two, and is yeah. whatever. Wolverine's um, I, wearing a bolo tie in that episode though, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, and then the episode after that's uh, we we had uh, Iceman, Bobby, some Bobby Drake, and a single Iceman episode. Yeah, that's yeah. it, huh? And then yep. we get a X Factor. Uh, they show up like Forge and oh, right. uh, J- Jamie Maddox and Havoc, uh, Polaris, mm-hmm. and they're all there. And you're like, oh, cool. And then mm-hmm. let's go hang out with Sauron and Kazar again for two episodes. It's like get, get the fuck out of here. You're like. <laughs> Go back. You had it. Yeah, it's... I Iceman doesn't come back as as far as where I'm up to. Was X Factor come back? Uh, Forge does. None of no one else has. What? But Forge no. is like a. Isn't Forge like a one of the time travelers? Well, he's no. You you see him in the future, but we're seeing young uh, Forge. We're seeing young Forge. Does he live forever? Is that Forge's thing? No, he's just old. He's just like old. He, he's younger than he gets older. Yeah. He's, oh yeah. And, he, and okay. he's still alive. Holy yeah. shit! Those up those seasons get longer. Holy crap! Like season four and five, three and four are yeah. really long. Yeah, they're like twenty some episodes. Holy shit! Well, there's a total of seventy six episodes. Yeah, and I see that there's crossover episodes. Uh, like, well, there was a crossover of Spider Man anime. Yeah, but there was no, there wasn't any mention of it of a mention of it in X Men TV show except there's a news clip of mutants going wild and then you hear the Spider Man thwip and you see the web and that's all you get of it in the X Men show. I see. But in Spider Man, the X Men were actually there for two episodes. So that's the only crossover that I I've seen. Hey, so there's like one bit that they uh, it doesn't make any sense. So you get a bit with Warlock in a end of episode teaser. Like I don't know if you experienced those this. are those are all out of um out of sync. Like uh, I saw by a teaser a lot by a <laughs> lot because well because uh, like Warlock because yeah Warlock I was like what the fuck is that coming up next and it's like oh no. he doesn't show up till like season five <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's uh, what's that guy's name like, Phalanx or something? Yeah, the, well, there's the Phalanx, yeah. uh, and then but then there's yeah, there's Warlock. Who's, yeah, you yeah. See, yeah, you see a teaser for that guy in season three, but uh, yeah. he doesn't come until like near the end of season five, and then there's another one later. Like, um, you see a teaser for something, and it was an episode that happened like five episodes before, hmm. and it's the end of that episode too. It's the next Juggernaut episode. You watch it, and then six episodes later, the teaser at the end of that episode is the ending of that Juggernaut episode. And I was like, "Why?" It's like, "Why am I seeing this?" I was like, "That already happened." No, it's very bizarre. Very. The old hey, the nineties. Am I right? Yeah. TV TV was still there just to prop up commercials. Yeah. Yes, it was. I mean, I I still I'm enjoying it. I watch like an episode or two a night, and it's just uh it's my mindless stuff that makes me sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, your man Nightcrawler has showed up in my run where I yep. am right now a couple times, and uh, I'm I'm I I'm so happy to hear that he's your favorite character because I didn't realize you were such a staunch Catholic. Well, I, like, I didn't know like that Nightcrawler. Uh, all he you... talks about is Catholicism. All all the time. That is all he like the three or four episodes he's been in. All he talks about is being well, Catholic. He's one of my favorite X Men. We'll see how he's depicted in these uh, these episodes. Because it's remember. actually really cool. He, it's kind of like a Frankenstein episode. Like yeah. he's the monster in the village, which uh, like 
which is uh, his like kind of like his first appearance was treated whenever it's like oh he's somewhere in he's Yugoslavia, old, old Europe. Yeah, and that's what it is. He's from the traveling circus called Wagner, mm-hmm. and he lives in the monastery. And uh, he's just a good Catholic boy, and the townspeople Whoa. try to burn him. And he says, "He says, do not." He says, "I will not fight, brothers. I, we see, are all uh, one with God." There's a episode, season four. I see there's an episode called "Weapon X Lies in Videotape." I just watched that, and it's actually uh, it was really good. A scandalous title. It- it was really good. I actually liked it a lot. It's all about like uh, I didn't realize, but like you remember the movie uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. You you watched that, right? What's that? X Men Origins Wolverine, like no, the movie. Never. Oh, you never watched it? No. Okay. So all of their ideas came from like these two these this two parter <laughs> episode with Wolverine, which I was like. I was kind of uh, amazed that I've never pieced together before and other people haven't, but like the plot of that thing where like that, the plot of that movie is like uh, how Wolverine becomes weapon X and like where Sabretooth is in there and Wolverine working with alpha flight and like a girlfriend he has and Sabretooth like kills her. And that's all in this X weapon X lies in videotape, but they kind of explain how like Wolverine has been programmed by alpha flight kind of stuff i actually i thought those episodes were pretty cool the only real problem they're out of order on disney plus so you see episode two and then which is wolverine in japan which was the second wolverine standalone movie and then you see episode one which is like uh x uh, weapon x lies in videotape that is the order of them right that's yeah that's the order they come out but there's like there's something in there where it's like the reason he goes to japan basically is because in the next episode he kind of finds out that a lot of his memories are false because they were like planted there by uh uh the weapon x people so one thing to know it's kind of out of order well so it isn't i mean based on the episode numbering it is in order however there's some real confusing release dates. So I, I mean, think this, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So when they actually put these episodes out, season four is all over the place. Yeah. So like their air dates don't make any sense. That, yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, uh, I'm sure the, ep- the episode ordering is correct. It's just like whenever they were actually aired, the yeah. people who made that schedule, it was like out of order or something. Or they had planned for this episode to pre- uh, uh, to go before the other one, which is I too bad. You. I mean, I pieced it together. I'm 33 years old, so I figured it out. But, uh, I'm a 33-year-old man. You can talk to what? me like that. I, uh, I understand time and, and past tense. Uh, but I was kind of... Uh, ass tense. Um, I just didn't realize that like those two or three episodes in a row, it was like the first Wolverine movie and then the second Wolverine movie. And then, like you know what I mean? It was. I mean, they are based on comic books. I know, I know, but like, uh, I don't know. I liked seeing it. And then Wolverine in Japan is kind of funny. He fights Silver Samurai and stuff. You know about Silver Samurai? Uh, yeah. I know yeah, about he's that there guy. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, what, I'll what, wait what, till having, you catch up. Having yourself a Morlock little Christmas. Oh, man. That was the only episode that uh, I just watched that too. And that was the only episode that recently I was kind of like, this one's not great, but it, it's a uh, it's it's just a Christmas themed one, you know. Oh. And it, it's all about what's that Morlock leech, the kid? He's dying. So oh. it, it's actually one of the ideas in the episode was actually kind of neat. Like the Morlocks are like Wolverine, 
or Storm is there. She's like, Wolverine, can your blood heal people? And he's like, listen, bub. He's like, I've tried it 60 times. 58 of those 60, they died. <laughs> and uh, she's like, what about the other two? And he's like, don't ask me. About they the died. Well, you know, he's just like, you don't want to know about the other two. <laughs> so um, they do they do a blood transfusion between from Wolverine to Leech. Oh, which is I've heard people talk about that before. Where it's like, why don't you put diseases in Wolverine to get him to cure him? And he's just like, it doesn't work like that. He's like, my blood cures me, not other people. And then, he smokes, and then he smokes a cigar. Oh, he was cutting more food with his claws. Oh, yeah. There was actually this one's weird. I'm in a I'm in another apocalypse uh, series right now. And um, you get uh, Gene and Scott get married, but they've already gotten married. So I was really confused by that. Well, do you remember they got married, but the uh, it was it gets morph. interrupted. Yeah, no, no, it didn't get interrupted. It turned out that oh, Morph, Morph was the one who married That's them, and they went, and they went, oh well, I guess we were, didn't really get married because the priest okay. wasn't real. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. So, so there now it's just not the time, Scott. Yeah. Okay, so they do get married eventually, and then Wolverine cuts the cake with just one with his middle finger claw, which I know that you are. Uh, that's a big no no for you. Is uh, him touching food with his uh, well his <laughs> claws? They're like kind of like a like, I don't know a because uh, it isn't. There's no sack or anything that it rests in. Like when they no, pop out, his... they, they 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 re tear his arm every single time. It's painful yeah. every time. That's what uh, he said in X Men One. Do they hurt when they come out? And he says every time. Every time. Man, X X One's a good movie too. No, it's not. X Men X One's a good movie. X Two's a good movie. Jared's thinking about watching all of them, so that's pretty cool. No, that's a yeah, that's no? a bald face lie. I always thought it was bold face lie. Like it's bold of you to lie. <laughs> bold, that, like, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, any other standouts that you want me to talk about? You're you're right along where I am. I'm I think I'm up to where I'm at now. It's a four parter about apocalypse. It's right. At, I think it's the end of season four. Is where I am. You know it's debated, RJ. Hmm. Bald and bold face lie. Ah, so I'm not I'm not that far off. Apparently, the preferred is bald faced. I mean, but... all words are made up, right? Well, as as again, as I've learned on this podcast. Well, I mean, quite quite literally, all words are made up. So. Yeah. But bald faced is decidedly the preferred term in published edited text. By who? John Oxford of the Oxford Dictionary? <laughs> By G-E. John Oxford Dictionary, J-O-D. Is that a guy that exists? Yeah, that's the yeah. one. More... So you've been... Oxford you... Bictionary. The Bictionary? So you've been watching X-Men. Yep. But anything it. else? No. No? Nope. Okay. Fuck it. All right. Fuck, okay. fuck, well, fuck watching things. But RJ, uh... How's, how's Star Trek going? It sounds like you've given up all hope. Uh, I mean, no. I'm watching X-Men. But when I'm done, I don't know, like, is Picard is next. Oh, do you mean, like, Discovery? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't finish that, hey? No. You, well, you're, no, you didn't. I uh, I watched the last season of Discovery, like, a month or two ago. So I could probably do all 13 episodes in, like, 20 minutes because... They're kind of out of my memory. Okay. Uh, Hope? 
Hope lives. Hope Superman. Lives. The S wow. stands for hope. Remember that in the Zack Snyder film? <laughs> the S stands for hope. Like, did you never see Man of Steel? I did. I always, hey, I think about Kevin Costner's death in that movie every day. Someone sent me a, a, a meme or a thing on Twitter about that. Let me find that right now because I think you would like this, actually. It's very, very relevant to what you just said. Okay, wait. I got it. 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 Okay, here it is. Uh, coming your way right now. This is scandalous. This is on the Twitters, Jarrett. This is on the Twitters. And um, Jarrett might read this out loud, but uh, the picture is Kevin Costner with his hand up where he's gesturing to Clark to no, no. Where, where, did, where did you send this? On Twitter. Oh, my God. What do you like, mean, oh, my God? I need, a, I, need, I need to block you on there. Yeah, Why? no, I saw I saw, I saw this uh, a week ago, RJ. Come on. Well, I don't know. I don't like, you, I, you sound like you don't there, use Twitter. There's a, well, I don't use it for DMing. It's, it, that's hell. Well, what if you see there's a tweet that you want to send there's, somebody? Well, I can I can send it in another way. I can copy it and post it a different way. Oh, don't yeah. Tw- oh, Twitter's so bad, it's so frustrating. Oh. It's the worst. I hate it. What are you yeah. looking at? My what wife look- is right there. Why? She was. Uh, looks like she's grabbing pierogies out of the deep oh, freeze. I see. But here's the question: yeah. You're gonna make a couple extra? She's already gone. She can't hear me. She can't hear you. You have to text her. You gonna make any extra of them pierogies? No. I like pierogies. What do you eat pierogies with? Like uh, potato and cheese pierogies. I don't know. Like your onions. Um, well, yeah, you cook them up with onions and bacon maybe, but like what yeah. are you dipping in is my question. Uh, you people. You, well, people. You, you don't dip pierogues? I don't, I don't find it necessary, but I know uh, some people like sour cream. Yeah, I know a lot of people have sa- like sour cream. You know many, what I did? Many, many people like uh, sour cream with their thing. I, I find it's like, I, I like pierogies by themselves. I'm going to tell you what I do. And before you get on me, I'm not one of these, this, this condiment, I'm not one of those like condiment queens that's like, I got to have it. What, what you're, a, you're a condiment king. Con- well, no, I, I'm going to stick with queen. How about a condiment person? I yeah, I'm a condiment person who's like I I need it with everything. This is like the only thing that I actually like really enjoy it with, and it was because we didn't have sour cream once. Ranch. Okay. Oh God. Ranch. Ranch. You gotta try it. You gotta try it, dude. So that's what I mean. I'm not a ranch bitch like a lot of the people out in the world are. Uh, I noticed that uh, queen bitch. All these all these negative connotations using these. No, no, no. no. I never it's said it's negative. Uh, uh, oh. Never said it was Oh, negative. I see. Condiment I, queen? What's wrong with that? Well, you're like, I'm a real condiment queen. So what's yeah, that I like condiments. Thing? Yeah. But, I'm, but I'm, I, I'm saying I'm not a ranch bitch. Like, there's a lot of dudes out there. <laughs> ah. There's a lot of dudes out there that just drown yeah, stuff no, no. in ranch. You call yourself like, a, ran- a ranch bastard? Yeah, I mean, dudes can be bitches, too. Don't be prejudiced. Dudes can be all sorts of things. <laughs> so it's like a dude. It's true. You ever seen a dude who just covers a piece of pizza in ranch, and you're like, "That's too much ranch." It's like, no, uh, I don't like ranch with my pizza. Well, where anymore. Where are you hanging out? Is this at Pizza Hut? People are like ordering yeah. their. Uh, where else? Their, their, they're ordering their uh, twelve incher, and they're like, "Hey, bring that ranch," and you yeah. go. 
sir, we're almost out. Everyone's been asking for ranch today. And they said, I... don't care. I'm the customer. <laughs> and then, and then you come over bummer. with a with with a packet. <laughs> and they go, you think that's going to be enough? Would that be I'm enough for you? Bottle. bottle. I've been in so many. It's <laughs> just that, that sound of getting it out. They get the fork. They oh, yeah. scrape the inside. I've been in so many situations where I've seen dudes just completely drown stuff in ranch. So many situations. Not even where it's people I'm with, but it'll be like the table across from me, and they'll just drown in something in ranch. Just absolutely smothering it, Jared. Smothering it. Smothering it. So these people exist, is what I'm saying. Maybe you're one of them. No. So anyways, that's what's uh, cooking with me. That's what's cooking with you. Yeah. I don't and even discover, know what we're and, about. and we we're going to start talking about discovery. Oh shit! But, All right. but but someone wants to start talking about pierogies. Well, I saw pierogies. No. What well, what other time to talk about it than when you see it? I guess so. But it sounds like you've seen a lot of things of ranch. I have seen a lot of things of ranch. Hmm. <sighs> well, are we going to give people what they want on the Patreon? Uh, yeah, we might as well. I bet I can finish this son of a bitch in one go. Hmm, I have my doubts. We'll see. We'll see. See you on the other side. Where all the ranch bees live. Yeah, the ranch bees. In the 40th, 4,000th century. say so myself rj i think uh that new installment is uh, worth every penny every patreon penny it's definitely worth every penny that someone pays to listen yeah. to that episode it's worth exactly that much not it's, a penny more not a penny less it's definitely worth everything someone is earned by joining our patreon that's right. And hey, that, you know, maybe maybe that'll be the last season of Discovery. Sure, <laughs> it got renewed for season five and only season five, but maybe they get halfway through and they say, nah, we're done. What if they really uh, steer the ship into new horizons and uh, it just never ends? <laughs> strange new worlds, potentially? Mm. I mean, it's possible. You'd have to listen to our Patreon exclusive episode to find out. Do you even know what we're talking about? To even know what we're talking about, no. Some have to said no. Some have said it's uh, it's some of the best we've done. Very exclusive. Very exclusive. Very exclusive. RJ, you got any news for the people? I I saw this thing today, and I don't know if it happened today, but I think, but it was brought up on my Reddit today. The the man who voiced. X-Men Apocalypse died? Did that happen oh, today? 
which seems not a apocalypse. It seems we we could maybe add another to the hit list. Apocalypse, mm-hmm. uh, because well, you know, yeah. How how old was uh, that guy? Apocalypse. Uh, he was well, definitely apocalypse is as old as man. Uh, he he's existed since the dawn of time, dude. Boys. Okay, wait. Uh, I, I, I got the IMDb up. Let me find Apocalypse. Apocalypse, Apocalypse. We got Magneto. We got Thor. Well, see, uh, John I do, I, I, Colicos. Oh, he died. Well, there, okay. I think there's there's two guys, I think, that did his voice. Because it's a different voice actor in the uh, episode with Archangel. Okay, yeah. This one dude died in the in uh, 2000. This one Apocalypse. John Colicos. Yeah. So, see, the guy that acts more like this... That that's yeah. the second guy. That's a uh, James Blendick. Oh, okay, he and is... then John Calicos was the first Apocalypse. And John Calicos was from Toronto. Toronto. Toronto, and he he did die in March, but it was March sixth. So maybe people are posting mm-hmm. on Reddit yeah. and they have no idea what they're talking about. Apocalypse. They just found out. Oh, yeah, so that's kind of a pretty cool thing. Wow. <laughs> Apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's some more that. rock drama. You know the rock. Z rock. Yeah, there's some more rock drama. Apparently, I don't. I don't yeah. subscribe to said thing. Hey, but... yeah, that that uh, Shazam movie uh, didn't really do much, did it? Well, I mean, that's the end. That's the end of that. Uh, that was the last. Oh no, there's. Flash and, and Aquaman Aqu- too, Aqu- and A- Aquaman, which were both supposed to come out a, an entire year and some ago, but uh, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh boy. Does Aquaman yep. two even have a release date? No idea. They probably they, they're probably they gonna can like, it. Edit, edit out what's your name? Nah, it's yeah. they'll they'll put it out. They like money. Yeah. Well, they didn't put out the Batgirl movie, which was all done. <laughs> Yeah, allegedly. Well, all done filming, they said. I yeah. don't know about post, yeah. but not post. Yeah. How much could post cost? Like ten bucks? Ten 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 fifty. Ten bugs. So you know you know what's a sad piece of news? Hmm. Is the, the, the untimely demise of Lance Reddick. Yeah, that that's a major L- bummer. Lieutenant Daniels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a major bummer, dude, because um Lance Reddick was a cool dude. And 60 years young. Who, Lance? Yep. That's uh, maybe older than I would have guessed, but not by much. I would have guessed he was like 55. Okay. Which, I mean, is splitting hairs, but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, what's your favorite Lance, Lance Reddick? Lance Reddick. I don't know. Are you going to say The I Wire? Mean, I, I, well, all I ever saw people talking about uh, when it oh, happened John was like, did you, did you know he was on Eric Andre? On Twitter uh, all day long. I, I mean, I did know that. I'd seen that a long time ago, and that's good. LeVar Burton. Right, I think I saw more clips of that than anything else. And people saying, did you know that you just because you're an idiot and don't know he was on Eric Andre? And then, yeah, 50 people framed it that way. Yeah. This isn't throwing shade at Oliver Granger, who also posted a clip nope. about it. Are you giving him the rip? Because well, he, he didn't, didn't say, rub it in anybody's face. Yeah, well, he did. He did actually rub it in someone's face. He but did. On, on an unrelated note, he posted this link. Where did you? Oh, uh, yes, I see. He did. Now you see. Yeah, you now you got it. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, 
What was I going to say? Uh, yeah, his thing on uh, Eric Andre was really good. I'm going to say, because I know a lot of people are talking about John Wick, which I think is kind of horseshit. Oh, He's in those I'm movies for like three fucking minutes. Fringe. Fringe, fringe. Is my, fringe is my pick. He is given a spotlight performance or like a, a role. He's there. He's not there all the time. But he's like the Skinner of Fringe, and he does pop up when he's needed. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's very good in Fringe. Fringe is a cool show. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun, some have said. A lot laughs. of laughs. Lots of laughs. There's other things on top of laughs, even. You know what I mean? Tears? Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad that he's dead. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, oh, yeah. Sam Sanchez bought some DVDs. Oh, uh, yeah, that's cool. Week. Uh, there's something about The Rock. Um, I think I'd seen something about RJ. Really concerned about what Jimmy Fox is doing on set uh, on a Netflix movie. I wasn't concerned. It's just this headline seemed bizarre. Yeah. Cameron Diaz is leaving acting again, following, and then it said, like, rival Jamie Foxx's outbursts. Are they rivals? Well, they're they're in a movie, and I don't know. That's all. That, that's it. They're doing a Netflix thing. Seems bizarre. I don't know. I, if anyone's keep us posted. There's a picture of Oliver Granger, a video of him vaping. If anyone's into yeah. that. Okay. Ah, uh, and uh, speaking of Oliver Granger, you also supposed to have Dick Van Dyke crash his car into uh, a gate in Malibu. Mm-hmm. This is BBC News because uh, this is mostly your update that hey. Dick Van Dyke's still alive. Is he over under Henry Kissinger? Under. By how much? I don't know. Ten By years, I would guess. Ten years? Kissinger Dick can't be still alive. Van Dyke. Oh, shit. No, he's older than I fucking thought. Two years. He's 97? 98? He's 97. Pretty old, eh? Hey, Dick. Henry. This podcast, it's coming for you. You should have stayed. You should have stayed under the wire, uh, and but instead, you had to crash your car and wind up in the news. You, oh. you what? He's he's a wild man. What else do you Look think he's crashed into lately? Kind of like that <laughs> Dave much. Matthews song. You know that one? I think I think there was like some puff piece about him like giving clothes to homeless people or something uh, recently. Did he actually like? Did he do that? I don't know. The internet said. Yeah. The internet says a lot of things. They're not usually wrong, though. Yeah. Like the internet, that is. That's true. Not usually. Yes. Well, see, I just looked it up. I typed in Vic Van Dyke Christmas. Nothing under news. Nothing? No. Scam. Scam Van Dyke. Yeah. How about that? Well, well we all feel terrible if he passes this week. Everybody dies. It's Into nothing to be feel weird about. He gets on Sharon's <laughs> ferry and uh, goes to the netherworld. Yeah. Hang out with Hades. Oh, from God of War 3? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It'll be the biggest boss battle ever. It's bigger than... The bosses are bigger than some levels. I've heard and, the bosses uh, are bigger. Dick Van Dyke will have to fight it out. What about Dick Van Dyke's uh, weapon switching s- system and his combat system? 
Uh, it's it's got a lot of depth to it. I can't say much more. Uh, there's an embargo on the reviews uh, for God of War four. Five, sorry, God of War five. No, that one's out too. So six. Oh shit! That really? Six. Yeah. Is that many? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that's that's too. That's one too many. I think. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it during game talk. Uh. Okay. Which is a talk for okay. another day. But very good. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That it? Um, yes. Okay, then. Well, that's a lie, because we have a movie to talk about. No. Oh, after the break. Um, um, we're going to go get into a boat that's like, I don't know, shin high mm. and be not able to escape somehow. That's what you meant. Pretty murky water.
we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight we're talking about Sancho the Bailiff from 1954, directed by Kinji Mizuguchi. The tagline for this film, RJ. Wow. Uh, A film of unparalleled beauty by the great Japanese master, Kenji Mizuguchi. Uh, of what kind of beauty? Unparalleled. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. In medieval Japan, a compassionate governor is sent into exile. His wife and children try to join him, but are separated, and the children grow up amid suffering and oppression. Um, is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. That that's the that's the movie picture. I mean, my my tone might have been more questioning than I meant it to be. Okay. Yeah. That is what happened. Um. In the film. So this is a movie I'd seen before. I can't remember if I had mentioned that or not. I saw this movie before the podcast. Um, in more um pleasant days before. The, that fateful time I said, hey, RJ, let's do a podcast going through all the Criterion films in order mm-hmm. and really uh, kill our love for film. For, let's for do that. Ever? And so I look back, you know, sometimes on those, uh, those salad days. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, I've seen this before. What did I give it at the time? Three and a half stars. That's like Pretty the... Generous. That was, that's, a, that's the polite times where... After you've bought a movie, you know, for 25, 30 bucks mm-hmm. and uh, watch it and you kind of go, nah, I don't know if I'd ever watch that again. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I, I don't know if there's the, uh, what, there's no content I'm particularly drawn to. It's just a, another uh, piece of 1950s Japanese cinema with a really nice uh, Criterion cover and a um, mysterious title. Mm-hmm. So you go, Sancho the Bailiff. What is this, a court drama? Is that, is that, is that what this is going to be about? About court? It sure sounds like bail- it, right? It's going, to be about, it's going to be about the bailiff? You think it's going to start cool, cool. with the law and order? Boom, boom. Well, I was thinking more uh, night court. How did, how did that theme song go? <laughs> that sounds like the intro for a wrestler. Oh, I got, I got, I got Jim Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, there's like some, and then go wacky jazz. John Laurinaitis, not John Laurinaitis, uh, John Larroquette. John John Laurinaitis is is wrestling. John Larroquette is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, baby. What about John Larroquette? Ah, you know that. Hey, uh, do do, do you remember the the John Larroquette had a TV show? He was like the manager of a like a bus depot. Was it? Uh... It was depressing. Was it called Nightcore? Think... <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It tra- it traded on the popularity of uh, Night Court, I guess. Oh. Um. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, post Night Court stuff going on, like uh, Dave's World. <laughs> what happened in Dave's World? I don't know. It was just the guys guys hanging out. Being being doofuses. Hmm. Remember I, that? I, I I've seen Jackass. Is that the same? Uh well, it's definitely no Jackass. Oh, okay. That's too bad. I mean, yeah, Harry Anderson. He played uh, he played Dave Barry 
the observationist. Oh fuck! Who could forget Dave Barry, the observationalist? Yeah, yeah. What about Shadow Stevens? That's his friend Kenny. I know Shadow Stevens. Stevens is that the same person? Yeah. He he I'm he sure uh, he lives downtown. He uh he <laughs> he lives behind the pita pit. And oh, uh, no. no, he's happy there. <laughs> See? Yeah. I'm looking at this thing you're just sending me. Dave's world. Dave's world. It's Dave's world, man. We were just living in it. Uh, he was in a movie that's pretty awesome called Tracks with two X's. It's about like Hot Wheels or something? Uh, no. It's kind of like a, a send-up of 80s action movies. So not about Hot Wheels? Look at look at this <laughs> look at the VHS tape. Here. Uh that dude's pretty rad. Yeah, that's Shadow Stevens. Yeah. That's right. I don't like how he spells his name though. Uh it's not uh, he didn't do that, I'm sure. Are you, it was it, You don't think he made that sorry, name for himself? He he yeah, he did. He was born Terry Keith. Ingstad. He took that into Shadow Stevens? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like how he spells it. I don't mind the name Shadow. I've met real people named Shadow. Um, So nothing against the name, but I don't like how he spells it. Yeah. It upsets you? It's just silly. It's a little fruity (laughs) for my taste. Oh, come on. A little fruity. Come on. So, uh, this... What we established... Sancho the Bailiff, hey, that's a movie. Sancho we're talking the Bailiff. So this was a rewatch for me, and you know what, RJ? Uh-huh. I'm gonna be honest here, right off the top, this this film is why I'm really glad uh, 1.5 times speed exists. I was, I I believe a week or two ago, I had asked when you watch it, which movies you'd watch at 1.5. I believe you said something about never watching a movie at 1.5. You're a purist. You watch it at original speed all the time. Is that is that accurate? Well, I, I had completely, I had completely forgotten about it. What happens is I forget about it being a thing every time I watch these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and if you boy, oh boy. It on once it stays on, which is the trick, Jared. And then you forget that you're watching movies. It, it, it's like watching a. It's like imagine watching a silent film, uh, and it's just like kind of like over cranked and it's sped up. Mm-hmm. But. It's not too alarming. There's not there's not a single thing lost. There nothing was lost watching it this way. You know there is because the movie's like I believe many critics uh maybe you call it glacial pacing. Glacial. Uh, That's pretty glacial. Many. So imagine if it's like a time lapse of a glacier moving. Uh-huh. Imagine that. It's like it's like the only way you would do it. You're not gonna stand there all day, all year, for years watching a glacier move slowly. You're going to put it on fast forward. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, I uh, there was a point in this, I'd say the first half I was fine. The first half I was OK getting through this. And for that second half, because this was a, uh, a two sitter, uh, Christopher Cheney was asking. Mm-hmm. Um, it was two seatings, two seatings for me. Most because I had to, I got an interruption. I couldn't not deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I came back and I was at that point, it's like, Oh my God, I have to watch this. The time, times are running out. 
And I'm like, hey, I've got this tool in the channel. I mean, if it, they want you to use it, don't they? I mean, they're probably gathering the data to find out how many um, monsters they have subscribed mm -hmm. that would dare use a 1.5x speed. Um, Did you know that there I am. Uh, there's another speed, Jarrett, 2. Oh, that's that would be too fast. Okay, that's I think fast. there's even maybe one above that, but I'm not sure. Let yeah. me double check. But hey, when you have an hour long movie or something, and that's an hour long to get through, that uh 1.5 speed that turns that into like 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, it does speed it up quite a bit. And, that's and that's 20 minutes. That's 20 minutes in your pocket. That's a whole episode of X Men. Exactly. That's a whole nother visit from our buddy. Apocalypse. Whoa. That's right. Uh, I just love the idea that someone's going to be like, ah, this Criterion podcast is going to talk about Sancho the Bailiff, one of my favorite films, an eminent uh, portrayal of suffering in the cinema. And then you and all then you listen. get is Apocalypse. <laughs> he was right. suffering too. He, he, well, he brought the suffering. He brought Apocalypse brings <laughs> disdain and yeah. melees. Among other things. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. Remember Kenji Mizuguchi? Uh, who could forget? One of, one of the one of the greats. Jujetsu. Remember? When we had uh, Dylan Fru on? Dylan Fru? Yeah. He liked that. I did. Huh? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Dylan that was good. Well, we're back. He's uh, Mizuguchi. Miz. Miz. He, the Miz is back. The Miz. And, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He knows how to shoot. He knows how to get the the most out of the the way his movies look. He gets his man uh, Kazumiyagawa on the move on the on the lens, mm -hmm. shooting shooting the pictures. Mm -hmm. Looks really nice. He shoots woodlands very nicely. What else is okay? Anyway, shoot? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Dogs, RJ. Oh, He's an God. asshole. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you go. yeah, keep up to the the tabloids from 1952. Wow. Or whatever. It was really scandalous when he came onto this movie. Outrageous, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. But not really. We kid. We kid. Who kids? I'm not kidding. Uh, so anyway, there's a guy. He's a Actually, the movie opens up with it saying, this is a very popular story. Uh, back in, in the, before the dark, or during the dark ages, when, we, when humans didn't know better, which was basically as it turns out, it's like, oh, that's when we still had slaves. I was going to say, didn't know better about what? Because there's a lot of yeah, stuff, exactly. bad stuff that happens. Lots of bad stuff. Um, so we have a, a good guy, good guy governor. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets sent packing, um, him and his, uh, family kind of get dispersed. Uh, they kind of go say, we got, we can't travel together. Um, we'll go separate because if they're going to do anything to me, they'll fuck me up. But you, know, you guys will be just fine. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we, we get to see the, the wife and the kids, uh, they are taken to a, they're kind of stumbling about, they find this old woman and you're kind of like, oh, don't trust this old lady there. You know, she, she seems like she's getting a lot of, I'll go, I know some guys who have a boat, they'll transport you. And you can just hear the wink in her voice. <laughs> just so mirthful. <laughs> and, um, 
anyways, they're like, oh, this is great. We're naive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, oh, hey, we're going to separate you out on these boats so we can really execute our trap. Which is like, couldn't have these people just done it? Like, was the, I don't know if there's any like needed subterfuge of putting them one person on the boat and then just leaving with the one person. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, yeah. Wouldn't if you were slavers, wouldn't you want to take the like everybody? Well, I mean, they did. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I know what you mean. It's like one at a time. It's like just take them all. Uh, yeah, take them all. There's no. So need anyway, um, uh, so the the way this looks though, it's like the, I'm not sure if it's a perspective thing, but. People are like literally just walking into this river. Like it's not deep. And there's these guys on the boat and these women are like, Hey, let us rat- let us out. We're we're going. We have we left the children behind. And they're like, Shut up. <laughs> we're kidnapping you. And they're like, Well, no, we forgot about the kids. <laughs> You're like, don't you understand what's happening? And very clearly it seems like they could step out of the boat and like get away mm-hmm. but i mean they they would just get chased after and caught so mm-hmm. it's neither here nor there but um the one woman probably like um i don't know uh like a maid essentially a servant she jumps she falls out and like the implication is just drowns mm-hmm. uh so the the mother she gets sold into like this island brothel and uh basically her whole arc is uh she tries to kind of get away or it's thought that she's trying to get away and she gets hobbled. Uh, basically they're like, Hey, slice her tendon. Yeah. I and, mean, if you, and that's that, if you needed to prevent someone from leaving you, Jared, how would you do it? Um, like, like, um, Kathy Bates's character. I, I don't want to get too idea. much into the specifics for legal reasons, but if you needed to, uh, in some way, prevent somebody from leaving, are are you talking about like you leaving the podcast? No. Okay. Well, no. If we're talking about that, I mean, I have a file. Mm-hmm. I have a folder. It's kept in a safe place. Which one's most and salient? It, it, and it guarantees uh, your compliance. Okay. Are you okay. are you suggesting some Borg tactics? Borg? Mm-hmm. You know what the Borg say. Uh, Compliance uh, is mandatory. <laughs> ah, my favorite quote. Yeah. I had that on a t-shirt in the 90s. Anyway, uh-huh. <clears throat> so that's grim. But uh, yes. They, they kind of like they kind of skim over the real grim elements of that story. Um in terms of like, oh, what would that be like? living on an island brothel and being forced into prostitution. Not great. No? We'll just, we'll just pass over that. Okay. So uh, the bulk of the story is at with Sancho the Bailiff, who is the, the, the named character of this, mm-hmm. who is not like a main character. He's just, uh, he's a guy. He's a, a bad, a bad dude. Mm-hmm. Um, who runs this like town labor camp um, that basically just has slaves? Everyone's slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where you're like, what? What stops anyone from just getting grabbed, turned into a slave? Ain't that ain't <laughs> that the question though? Hey. Yeah, it happened. To, it could happen to anybody. It could happen to you, listener. To you. Mm-hmm. Um. So. The, the kids, the kids get a hangout. Uh, they get sold 
uh, unsuccessfully in one town, and then they get finally brought to Sanjo's to Shanzo's town. Mm-hmm. He's kind of been a, an appointed figure uh, by like a superior from the Imperial City, and you know he's a bad dude. He's got some real crazy facial hair. Mm-hmm. If you, I don't know if you noted that, uh, but um, yeah, I've seen worse. So the kids, uh, they're not having a great time. Uh, they get to see people getting branded mm-hmm. for um, acting up. And you get one bright on the forehead, just so everybody knows you're the property of Sancho. Mm. Yeah. 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 Sancho, he's a bailiff. It's like night He's court. a bailiff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, we, we do a time jump. And the kid, the kids are all grown up now, mm-hmm. hanging out. Uh, but so anyway, their their dad was a good dude. Yep. Uh, so they're kind of like holding on to the values instilled with him, and like this idea, like, well, you know what? Eventually, we'll like persevere here, and we'll all see one another again, and it'll work out just fine. And you kind of go, man, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. But it also seems like um, uh, Zushio. I think is the brother. Yeah. Uh, he's like he, yeah, he's starting to uh, go bad a little bit. Mm-hmm. Branding people. Yeah, I have to sneeze, RJ. He's doing what? You have to, I have sneeze. to sneeze. Well, you sneeze, yeah. man. I'll talk about this dude. He's branding people. <laughs> I'm going to mute. <laughs> okay. Well, Jared's muting his mic, and uh, we're talking about dudes, and they're getting branded. And uh, a lot of people don't know this. Jared has a brand. Hello. He's got a little brand on uh, the backside there, and uh, did that one night with his fellas. You know. What's what's it of? Uh, the brand on your butt, pizza slice. Yeah. What, what, okay. Yeah, pizza slice. I, I believe Lawrence did it. Is what <laughs> oh, is my what... understanding. <laughs> it's like a jackass brand. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> it's like skipping around a little bit. No, he he stuck. He stuck it for real. Oh. He did it. So Jared sneezed. That was so awkward for everybody. But <laughs> I, I actually, it was happening, and then I stifled it successfully. That doesn't happen normally. Oh, you can't stifle a sneeze. You're gonna prolapse if you do that. <laughs> Beg your pardon. You heard. You heard. Is that like, if you if you that's kind of like that's kind of like that's kind of like touching cloth. I mean, in in some ways, yeah. If you hold in a sneeze, you're going to prolapse. But didn't hold it in. I stifled it. Well, potato, tomato. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Stop, stifle. My biggest prevent. thing is just be careful, dude, because when you're going to, oh, no. you hold I, in a sneeze I, and you're, you're going to, can't be holding out to your anus or whatever. No. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, my anus is my own concern, all right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, there's this uh, older woman that is in the camp. She's real sick, and they're like, oh, we can't have this old broad sticking around. Uh, go let it die in the wilderness in the, in the cemetery. And so they, uh, the brother and sister, they haul her up to serve her like this final dignity, I guess, and like let the birds at her. Uh, but in like the heart and like or the beat of the moment, they're like, hey, this is our chance. We could get away. And um, Anju, the sister, she's um, 
Like, well, no, we can't go to get, we both try to get away. We're going to, we're more likely to get caught. If you go by yourself, you're way higher chance of getting away. And if you get away, you can find father and then come back for me and find mom. And it'll be, everything will work out just fine. Uh, so he gets away and, uh, seems very effortlessly gets away. Mm-hmm. But uh, part of this is like Anju's life in this camp at this point is going to be pretty dark because I think like one of the things was like, how does it go? First we're talking about it's like, we can't stay here. They'll torture you. And then, of course, when the guards find out that uh, Lucio's uh, escaped uh, and, and they know that Anju probably knows about it, they go to Sancho. They tell him, he's like, ah, start torturing her. Mm-hmm. It's like not even questioning her. It's like, ah, just start torturing despots am i right i mean i i'm hearing it no and then uh despots uh but so instead because andrew kind of knows what's going on and her brother's gone and she's like well my my work here is done uh she walks into a lake Mm -hmm. and drowns and she she beat him she beat him at their own game (laughs) i guess Oh. Anyway, uh, Zushio, he gets away, uh, and he finds shelter at a temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is able to, with the assistance of the temple guy, identify himself as the son of the governor, mm-hmm. show that he isn't just like some scumbag off the street low life like you or me. He's somebody. And that means a lot in Japan. And uh, you have this real desperate scene of him yelling at these like monk-looking figures. Or like you know, authority types, and he's yelling and screaming. They're like, "Hey, leave the pipe down, rub a dub!" But he's able to convince him, and he gets instated as the governor, just just like that. That's and all. Now it he's takes. like, "That's all it takes." Is that how it Some works? Some paper. Now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Paperwork. You just need the paperwork. You need your papers. Mm-hmm. So anyway, his first order. And he, because he wants some revenge on this this fucking Sanzo asshole, is to make it so. Slavery is illegal. Mm-hmm. You can't own slaves. You can't sell them. And they're like, well, you, you have no right over private property, mm-hmm. over people, what people do on their own. And plus, this guy's been installed by the minister. I mean, you can't do this. Even though you're the governor of the state, you don't have that kind of power. And he's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So we get a montage of signs getting put up saying that slavery is banned. And you get this really funny line where it's like, what does it say? I can't read. And you go, what what would be uh, literacy uh, in Dark Age Japan? So anyway. I I like that, actually. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Sancho, the bailiff, he he catches wind of this. And he's like, what? Tear down the signs. And so you have a montage of goons going around, kicking the shit out of signs and people. Because these people who do know how to read, they see it and they go, what? We're free? And they're like, shut up. Shut up, nerd. no, No one needs to know that. So of course there's some resistance here. Um, then Zushio, who's now goes and pays a visit to Sancho and identifies himself as like, you know me, don't you, old man? Oh, of course I do. And he's like, yeah, well, you're going to jail, asshole. He said, you're and, done, done. Yeah. And, he, and and he tells everybody, you're free to go. And he goes back home and he's like, I'm resigning as governor because my work here is done. And because now. So he, 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 of course, like he went and found out that his father had died not that long ago. And then, uh, when he's at Sancho's, he finds out, oh, yeah, my, my, your sister, she went and drowned herself. And now is one last thing his mother, 
Mm-hmm. And so he, we, we jump. Uh, he's for, so he kind of gave up his lap of luxury to, you know, find his mother. And, uh, he is, so he goes to, you know, brothel Island and, uh, so like he's Riza. trying to find her like Riza, yeah, okay. but, but, but with less consent, <laughs> oh. more, coor- more coercion. Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's kind of wandering around. He's gotten the same news. Oh yeah. She was killed in a tsunami. We think. And it's like, oh, yeah, I think she was in her, she'd be like over 40. And so what turns out happening is he's like wandering around the beach just to see where she would have died based on what they described. And he finds this old lady, like this old, <laughs> she's like in, in her 40s. And it's his mother. And I guess she's uh, blind. She's and... something. She's some sort of invalid. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's like kind of grabbing at his face mm-hmm. to see what he looks like. And, um, you know, you, at this point, a few times we've gotten the line is, um, was it life? Life is torture. Living is a tor- is a torture. Mm-hmm. Uh, an old, an old, an old family saying. Ain't life torture? Isn't life torture? Mm-hmm. I think ain't, that... ain't ain't it torture? <laughs> ain't it torture, son? There's a couple uh, quotes like that in this bad boy, actually, about yeah. suffering and torture. And... Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like anti little stinker. As you put, as you put a finger in your in, in your dimple. When's the last time you did that? When was the last time I'd you be... was a little stinker, Jarrett? Weekly. Weekly? Oh dear. Weekly. Oh dear. What about you? Uh, probably hour by hour. Okay. See? Yeah. Still relevant. But everyone expects the... me to be a stinker. A little stinker. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm only I'm only once a week. Everyone can get up to stinking every once in a while. Some more than others. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the tooth? Yeah. So anyway, he tells his mom, "Hey, Dad's dead. Your daughter's dead. You still got me, old Z. Uh, but don't worry. I, I've uh, everything that Daddy taught me. I, I've I've lived by, and it's all right." And my review for this movie back in 2015 was like, life sucks and then you die. And that's this, that's this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Uh, it's a very nice looking movie. Sure. It is a 1954 Japanese period drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not Kurosawa. It is, uh, again, it feels like actually an appropriate speed to digest this movie sped up because there's a lot of like unnecessary like pacing that like mm-hmm. doesn't I don't think really adds to anything you get like the plot down you get the feeling of it down and you go yup yep. that that's just the cadence this is the cadence of the movie no, I and that, that 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 can be tough to get through yeah. uh and I feel that even uh accelerated uh it didn't really it, it actually was a benefit I think Instead of me being frustrated by, I'm like, oh my god, why are they talking? Like, why are they performing so slow? But it's just like mm-hmm. that was the style of the time. Now you had an onion tied to your belt, which was the style yes. at the time. Yes, that kind yes. of thing. Exactly, you got it. I understand. We got, we did it. I understand. Uh, oh shit! This movie uh, came out March 31st, 1954. Did it? So, yeah. So that's kind of that's look at that the date's tw- the twenty second as we record, 
mathematically that's almost like something significant right um yeah that's uh avogadro's number yeah oh yeah yeah my favorite you know him right avocado uh yeah that's close enough that's close enough yeah it's a dude <laughs> it's a dude uh but yeah do people style. really like this movie people like this movie a lot do they uh i think so i mean martin scorsese he uh put this on his list of 39 essential foreign films for a young filmmaker no he did uh film critic robin wood Mm -hmm. uh asked to make a top 10 list for the criterion collection and listed sancho at number one calling it quote a strong candidate for greatest film ever made a perfect and profound masterpiece rivaled only by its near companion, Jiu-Jitsu. Who said that? Uh, end quote. Robin Wood. Who's Robin Wood? A film critic. What have they done for us uh, lately? <laughs> nothing. Okay. That's a, yeah, that's a strong opinion. That's a big fan right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... It's a bit. Have you ever felt like that about anything? Ah, uh, probably. I mean, probably when I was uh sixteen, I would have made similar declarations about uh, Unbreakable. Oh, is <laughs> one of the greatest films I've ever seen. Well, you know the. I think the Mount Rushmore of cinema at this juncture would be. Uh, Unbreakable, maybe X two, yeah, uh, Fight Club. Oh, yeah. Oh, we gotta be, gotta be able to go throw something classy in there to make sure people know. Like, I'm not just a some chucklehead uh, mm. movie fan. I, I have real taste. Okay, I'm trying to think of what, wait, what do I put in there. So you have Ooh. Unbreakable, X two, Fight Club, and then yeah, and then to be a contrarian, maybe throw uh, Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. I think it's actually the best of the three. It's actually the one that is the greatest. I see this one holding up in time most accurately. Mm. That's my favorite on Letterboxd. Yeah, it's a controversial opinion, but it's my favorite. Like that? Actually, uh, probably a American Psycho would in there or something oh american psycho would be in there probably blade runner uh back to like blade runner would be your prestige film (laughs) i think nice uh i mean oh wow clockwork orange my friend clockwork Clockwork orange Orange. yeah you say it's kind of (laughs) weird i don't really get all the milk stuff but i'm really into it (laughs) here you go Uh, um yeah yeah i like the subject matter a great deal I think there's a subtext to this. And one day I'm going to figure it out. What does it say about society? I think it says that we live in one. This is pre-Joker times, Jarrett. Fuck, pre-Joker. I can't even imagine that world. Can you imagine a pre-Joker world? I can't. Who would want to? I don't know what that would look like. Man. Don't know what that would look like. Anyways, I mean, I don't know. This movie is probably fine if you're in the movie. For uh, the 
the subject matter. Mm. If you're uh, a big Miz head, oh, um, yeah. I'm I'm neither of those things at this point because I feel like you know watching these movies the way we are. It's like you know here's another one coming at you. Another one. So, um, another one. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> so DJ. anyway, yeah, this is this is fine. Sure. I, I can't. I, I didn't hate it. I thought it. it <laughs> the first half, I was like, you know, this is okay. And then it's like, oh, I'm pressed for time. Mm-hmm. And then it was fine. I, it, it it didn't change anything other than the mouse moved a little fast, but the sound was okay. Uh, and yeah, uh, and, and yeah. it moved it. And it moved at a much better clip. So I mean, I Thumb, <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs up. I I fully agree with you, but I know a lot of dudes are gonna be raging out right now. I don't and I and I don't care. You can't be watching these films without the 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 intent of the director as it's uh, it's inten- it's intended speed this is how these guys <laughs> well there's a new one for you look 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 mac yeah i don't get paid by i don't get paid by the hour we don't get paid at all this is no. a free podcast Arjun, what did you think of the bailiff named sancho how many sits do you think i had how many sits do I think you yeah, had? Yeah, that was a discussion on the Discord. Yeah, it was. It was. That's a big one. Um, so I think the prediction by uh Chris, who brought it up, I think he was like a four or five for you. Yep. Does that sound? So you I mean, think? man. Well, when did you start watching the movie? Sunday. And you finished on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh. It's not. It's not supposed to be a trick question or anything. Like that. I'm not trying to trick anybody. But I'm just saying, like, it took you three days to watch this movie. Yeah, um, but that... I watched this in the. I watched this in the evening. Sometimes I, the... with a with a break in between. I, I before you even answer, I'm I'm gonna. I'll, I'll tell you, it's not quite what you think it is. It's two and a half. What? How do you get a half? Either you stopped or you didn't. Two and a half. Because I was watching it on Sunday, I was like 30 minutes in, and I, I paused it, and I went and I did stuff for about an hour, or not quite yep. an hour, like 40 minutes, and it was kind of it was kind of like unintentional though. And then I came and I watched like another 10 minutes. And I was like, ah, I'm not doing this today. And then uh, I didn't watch any of it on Monday, and I finished it on Tuesday. Oh, I see. So it, it's like a two and a half. Like the, there was a break, but it was kind of an unintentional break. If that makes sense. Okay. So. Okay. It, it was a. It was a two and a half. It was a two and a half. Okay. Is my opinion. Very very good. Yeah, my opinion. Oh, were you asking what I think of this movie? <laughs> uh oh yeah, I guess so. Uh, did you say that already, or did I? Yeah, I did. Mike. You did both those things. That's what people pay for. This is ADMR or whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've never seen this. <laughs> obviously. Um, Let's just let's call let's call it like it is, all right? I obviously I've yeah. never seen this film, and uh, the chatter about it before I had even started watching it put me in a real prime mood for this thing. When... <laughs> so the movie I so when I watched this originally back in 2015, mm-hmm. I believe the movie I watched before it was Tokyo Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, that's not even true. Oh fuck! This is like a good time. Uh, I was watching a bunch of black exploitation. Like Dracula? Uh, no, uh, I'll tell you exactly. So I watched Tokyo Story in July of 2015, which I was a chaser to watching The Last Samurai, 
with Tom Cruise. That's a pretty good show, right? The, the, the day before that, I watched We Own the Night, which feels uh, like it would have been uh, during when, 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 yeah, when I was uh, listening to Travis Bickle in the Riviera. Always, and also watched, watched war, war, probably, and uh, Ip Man. Ip Man's good. Uh, let's see um, here. Is Tokyo it Ip Story. Man or is it IP Man? I've never seen this film, but I've always Ip been Man. confused. That's the, guy's, that, that's the guy's name. It's Ip? Okay. I've yeah, never Ip. seen those, but I've always been confused because I've oh, heard people awesome. say both. I've heard people they're go actually very, IP Man, and I go, yeah, okay. They're pretty, they're pretty sweet movies. I like I, them. I, it's, just, it's, about, yeah. it's, a guy, it's about a guy beating ass. He's doing what? Beaten ass. Is there uh, a certain way that he does that, or with with his with his legs and his fists? Oh, okay, okay. Because he's the guy who uh, trained uh, Bruce Lee, RJ. You you know that. Um. So this is like a. It's like these are movies are like very. Uh, I mean, they're grounded in reality, but sure. they're a fantasy version of like him beating the shit out of people through like various decades of China history mm. pretty cool uh across 110th street um is awesome uh and then That's you know like watched the, yeah like it man but the movie i watched right before watching center of the bailiff in 2015 fox catcher my the first line of my review uh, for fox catcher steve carell's makeup really recalls odo of ds9 oh i mean i don't I don't know if I ever put that together, but uh, it's not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. What were we talking about again? Sandra the Bela. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I had never seen this, obviously. And uh, I... Um... Oh, like I said, I uh, all the the chatter made me really excited for this. Where people were guessing that I was gonna have to watch this over five days or something, and I was like, "That sounds like a great fucking movie." Um, mm-hmm. So I threw it on, and I watched like I watched like half of it one night, basically, and half of it another night, and uh, so it wasn't like a long thing like that. I think the way you described it is pretty accurate. This is a movie that benefits from increased speed. Uh, <laughs> where uh, I know it's like I know a lot of the Criterion nerds out there like the Flash, <laughs> like the Flash, the Speed Force. Like if you're like running in place or like maybe on the treadmill, yeah, traveling, yeah. traveling at increased speeds, <laughs> increased speeds. If you can just speed up your watch in some way, I think this would uh, be a great benefit for you personally uh, yeah. as a person watching this film. Um, in terms of the movie itself, like, it's all right. Like, uh, I mean, I, I think the story is really, I think it's a, it's a kind of a classic uh, suffering story, which, you know, we're all about classic, classic suffering, you know, uh, for scump type stuff where it's just, you know, <laughs> like hit after hit after hit, you know, that's how and now I'm the governor. I was the governor, which is the craziest thing. Um, but similar situations, you know, you kind of fall one story into another. Um, so there's, I think it's, it's got some of the classic hallmarks of like, I think as dumb as it sounds, people do traditionally like stories of suffering. 
uh, because I think it makes them feel better about some of their like hardships. So this, I think, fits into that. And uh, you get a little bit of that. And it does have some some really nice shots. And there's some nice dialogue. I got a good a lot of good good screenshots about people rotting and uh, uh, just how awful being alive is. And I was like, yeah. It's like, that's what I'm here for, baby. So I, I liked a lot of that, but uh, it's really long. And it's it's too long, and there's a lot of boring stuff. And that's where this movie just becomes justifying, you know? It's got some cool stuff. It's a nice story. It's got some cool lines, or it's some good lines that I relate to about how um, being alive is not the funnest sometimes. Uh, it's just... And it's so long, and there's so many scenes of just, I don't know, like a a dude tying a rope or something, and you're just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and it just happens for, like, minutes. No. Which doesn't seem like a long time, but when you see one thing for extended minutes, you realize, hey, a minute is a long time. And then it happens, and you're just like... <laughs> A minute is a long time. A minute is a long time. And that's like... That's like too bad, man. So I don't know. I uh, I think this movie is fine. Is it a horrible movie? Nah. Is it a good movie? Nah. No. Nah. It's just it's a movie that Fair. exists. I can see some real weirdos getting a huge hard-on for this thing. It's like, oh. A, 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 a what now? Uh, I said they, they're really hard on this movie that they love it so much. That's what oh, I said. Too, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, play back the tape. You heard it. You heard right. Um, yeah, I will. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, I can see some dudes being super into this fucking thing, and it's just like, okay, whatever. I'm not gonna. What do you have to, What do you have to say about those people that are really hard on this movie? I think, if anything, they should try smoking. Because I think that might be the answer. Find a hobby. Find a hobby. It could be one that's healthy for you, like minifigs. Or it could be one that's not. Like smoking. Like smoking, and that's fine too. Do whatever feels mm. right. Uh, but here's a big question. Yeah. Between Knife on the Water and Tales of Hoffman, where does this one fall? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. Um... <laughs> Because that's where I have it is in between Knife on the Water and Tales of Hoffman. <laughs> Jesus. Above, I guess. Both? Yeah. Okay. What's what's above? What's what's the next one up Emperor above? Emperor Jones. Oh, it's below Emperor Jones. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What about, Even though what about, it, Emperor, Emperor Jones has a 15 minute scene that didn't need to be that long. What about Redbeard and when a woman ascends the stairs? Oh fuck. Uh, it's about that's the ballpark. Yeah, that's the ballpark, eh? Yeah. It's right around there. It's right around there. It's weird. It's like I'm not trying to be like a bigot and put like Japanese movies like clumped together, but it's there's like, just so many. There's so many yeah, of them. And there's so many, and they're like some of the themes are so similar, or like uh, or like the level of quality because it's like they're made around the same time. It's just like they have such a like even if it's completely different stories, like when a woman ascends in Sancho, it's like uh completely different time eras and things like that. But they just, um they have the same feel. They're like around the same time. And I think that's the biggest thing. 
I think that's the, the thing they have to. <laughs> I'm uh, doing some artful moving around of power cables. Yeah, people don't know so, this because so I'm so, so my so my laptop uh, won't die. That's yeah, why. people people at fixed. home can't see, but I'm such a professional. Nobody even realized Jared's been away from his computer for about 95 seconds, and I'm just such a consummate professional that uh, I've been able to fill time in a graceful manner. Uh, and um, some people have said it's the best is what um, the best that there is at what they do. What I do, you know, Weapon X. Some have some have said that. Uh... The Miz is actually a real master of the Speed Force. The Speed Force? Yeah, that's why this film, like, kind of like, it feels like, like man, it feels like I'm in slow motion watching this experience. And then it's like, well, because you got to watch it like The Flash. What, what's your favorite version of The Flash? Oh, uh, I mean, got to go, got to go with, uh, I mean, the clock. Well, so we got, got Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick, yeah. Uh, Golden Age. Yep. And then you've then you've got Barry, mm -hmm. Barry Allen, Silver Age, uh, Wally West, Wally. yeah, yeah. And then you have like the other speedsters like Impulse, and you've got Max Mercury. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, I guess what you have Vibe. Had vibe. You remember Vibe? <laughs> I don't. He vibed. He was New Fifty Two. <laughs> oh, see, that's that, there. You go. The Speed Force. Good com good comic books. Good good yeah. thing. Well, good Vibe thing. wasn't really Speed Force. He vibed. So he just like yeah. made vibrations, but he was a Speed Force type character. Does oh. that make sense? I see. I thought you were about to say Speed Force cuck of, of guy. Uh, I mean Vibe could have been. I didn't I didn't read I... all of Vibe to its its like full extent. That was a Jeff Johns creation, I think. And you go, of course uh, it was. Of course it was. Of course it was. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we're on the same page. This movie's like, okay. It's a movie. But no, you wouldn't ever love be like, guys, go go watch this. You got to check out Sancho the Bailiff. It's one of the premier films I've seen this year. Bailiff really brings the order. Oh, fuck. Well, have you ever seen Night Court, Jared? Because I think. I have. There's some overlap. Bull, bull like Manute Bull? We talked about Manupol two weeks in a row. Uh, you don't remember Bull from Night Court? I know Manupol. You don't know Richard Mall? Uh, fuck. Uh, was he in Clifford? No. Was he the Wait, bad guy was... in Richie Rich? How can you not? How can you not remember Bull from Night Court? You talking about Night Court? I well, I mean, I I'm not. Are you, you are... brought up Night Court? Are you a fake fan? Well, no, you brought up Night Court, so I was just hitting Night Court again. I see. Um, I think you you talked about Night Court first. No, you brought up Night Court first. Check no. the tapes. Check the tapes. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been talking okay. about Manu Bull uh, for <laughs> sure. He was an mm -hmm. All Star. He was in the All Star games. He was he's a big guy. He had big fingers. So, see. so that was cool. You want to hear from people who ate this movie? Sure. Okay. Did you even watch this fucking thing? Michael Strothham. Uh, Stroth man it's has and name. gave it one star. Mm -hmm. This one is not for me. I wasn't invested thirty minutes in, and I went when I went to the iconic scenes. I was not impressed. I guess my assumption was this was a samurai movie, and it's more like a samurai court drama. Uh, Person watched the movie. I wasn't expecting for the focus to be on the family rather than the old governor. Even when I jumped to scenes, jumped to scenes that are lauded for their beauty, I was unmoved. 
There's obvious okay. talent to the camera work, but it means nothing if the story is lacking. Perhaps I am just not in the right mindset to appreciate this film. Um, yeah. The person, maybe they weren't in the mindset. The movie they watched before this was Drive, and the movie they watched after this was Schindler's List. Oh. Which is kind of funny. Uh, I shouldn't laugh because these are all good movies, but like their four favorite films, I just find funny that they're together. There's Infernal Affairs, which I haven't seen, but then there's The Thing, Rosemary's Baby, and then The Matrix. And I don't know why, but those three movies together are just kind of like, kind of funny to me. Uh, one star films include Yee Yee, and a two star film uh, is Mishima. A life in four chapters, apparently. Oh, that's wrong. Maybe this dude just doesn't like Japanese cinema. He is not Japanese. Mishima is, though, right? Mishima. Well, it's an American production. About about a Japanese guy. About a Japanese man, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he is Chinese, right? Taiwan? Taiwan? Let's see here. I don't want to be too racist. Japan and Taiwan, it says. Okay, but well, original yeah. language was Chinese. I'm I'm covered on all fronts. Taiwan. You're covered on all fronts. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Ba- how about Baggerson? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, one star snooze fest with no payout in the end. What is the payout that you're looking for? Where's the payout? Uh, Bagerson likes Kill Bill, Old Boy, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and Cast Away on the Moon? They've only seen a hundred films, this person. Okay. Well, Bagerson. So maybe they'll watch more one of these days. Uh, it's a dead uh, account. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about Georgia? Uh, okay. One star. Wow, this was long. <laughs> okay, Georgia. Okay. Uh, favorite... Uh, Georgia's mad as a hatter. Movie and all around nerd. Uh, favorite films include Knives Out, The Nice Guys, La La Land, and The Truman Show. Okay. That's what they say. Other one star films in, are uh, nothing I know. Never mind. One star films <laughs> include Scary Movie. Nah. Scary Movie is a good show. Scary movies are really good show, so they're they might be wrong. I don't know. What else we got? Hamid well, Hamidi. Uh, on, on Twitter from twenty three hours ago, I see something about if you aren't impressed, you should be. Mike Trout has had three swinging strikes in only twenty four of his six thousand one hundred and seventy four career Major League Baseball plate appearances. I'm sure Sam Sanchez is thrilled. I bet he is. If he ever hears this part, he can uh, write about it. He doesn't listen to this podcast. Okay, this is on the second page, RJ. Mm -hmm. Damien Ditchev. One and a half star. I don't like this. It's a Criterion classic. Sure. People say that this what, stuff. What well, does Criterion cr- classic mean? Criterion didn't make this. Criterion didn't make this fucking movie. No. They didn't. They, they, didn't like they barely put it out. It's a Criterion classic, sure, but it feels so hollow. I understand the depressing, harrowing atmosphere it's setting, the hopelessness of the lonely children who need to survive in a corrupted, ugly world, but I just really wasn't invested in any of them. 
Long shots are beautiful, moving, but I learned nothing about the characters. And to be perfectly honest, aside from the cinematography, all this movie has left is characters. Ones that I found pretty bland with questionable motivations. I like the message of sacrifice in the face of overwhelming odds, not just in a physical sense. And that's about it, I suppose. I'm missing something. But if it's somewhere there in the two hours of people starting starting sadly off camera... I think I'll live without it. Uh, Damien Ditchiv. uh, Here's in their bio. Music enthusiast. Total fucko. (laughs) You're probably a cool person. Have a great one. Turn A. Gundam. That's it. (laughs) I don't know why. It's it's very... Turn A, uh, Gundam. That's what they said in there. I don't know what that means. Uh, do, do you ever like, go up to people and introduce yourself and they go, what's your name, RJ? Uh, say RJ. Total fucko. Music enthudi- enthusiast. Total fucko. Uh, well, Damien's from Bulgaria, so maybe it's a Bulgarian thing. It might be. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Oh, you dear. There we go. Yeah. Uh. Well, any final thoughts on this bailiff? It's a movie. No. <laughs> yep. It is. That's an accurate yes. statement, right? It's yeah. It it might be the only accurate statement on this entire podcast. No, everything I say is pretty accurate. I don't misuse uh, words. I don't make up words. Yeah. Nothing like that. Nothing like that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie's uh, real just okay. And mm-hmm. if if you were bothering to listen to us, I think we would say, yeah, you could skip this one. Uh, yeah, and if they're listening to this, they probably like this movie. So... And they're mad. And they're like, these people did nothing for me. And I'm like, that's okay. That's not our job. If you think we did nothing for you... Wait until you hear about what we do nothing for for the people that we actually care about. That's right. They'll tell you a story. Yeah, someone's got to clean up RJ's cigarette butts. And no, no, no. I'm very responsible. <laughs> very responsible. After the break, RJ and I are those eight or nine people who got killed in that tsunami. One fine pleasant evening last summer I was strolling through Cunmainamy When a couple of playboys are standing Before me I happened to see Now to know what these fellas were up to A trifle I hastened my walk Pretty soon did I learn their profession When I got within line of their talk Ah ah, ah ah Now one of these lads was the devil And the other was bailiff middling Sure one was as nice as the other for they both were as ugly as sin. RJ, what's so your favorite kind of suffering? 
Why is that? Have you seen Hellraiser 9? Uh, I think so. Watching that movie was an eternal suffering. Oh, oh, man. Sick burn. You should save that for Twitter. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty hot take. No, suffering's like when you're on the toilet and you're having a bad one and you look over and you, didn't, you forgot to restock the TP and there's no shower near you so you can't even just like... You're just out of luck. And then what happens? Life. Well, you could hit play on your iPhone and start listening to this podcast. Or you could and, uh, sign up for Patreon. Maybe, maybe you could subscribe. Remember, know about subscribing? People do that. Yeah. Uh, through like Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. No other. No one else will. Ha- no one else will have us. Uh, we're on Facebook because they're desperate. They don't care. Yep. No standards. Instagram. Uh, I think it's like six likes Facebook. per post. Yep. Six likes per post at this point. It's uh, pretty abysmal. We had a 15 uh, like post the other day. That was cool. Well, that's not okay. That's cool. That's a spike. Yeah, that's a spike. Should we just give them on social media? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's your call. That's your department. Okay. Uh, we're on Tumblr. Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Uh, I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnloaf. Uh, SoundCloud is how you were able to download this thing in the first place. It's pretty cool. Um, if, if you join us on Patreon for as low as $1, you can join us in Creepsville in uh, Discord land. It's really nice. What do we? Uh, what about exclusive episodes? Uh, yeah, you can listen to us talk about how fucking awesome Discovery is. You're all sleeping on it. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Next week, though, this isn't a lie. This is the the truth. The tooth. The what? Chris Marker double header? No, what? no, no, no. Yeah. Hey, don't worry. The first one's only thirty minutes long. How long's the second one? Four hours? Uh, Hundred minutes. <sighs> just remember, it's like watching a. One of the movies we just watched. How much speed you're gonna watch this at? Two times? Two X? Oh no! You, oh, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. With, you don't need to do that with Le Jeté. Chris Marker's Le Jeté from 1962 and Sans Soleil from 1983. Are you telling me these are good movies? Uh, Le Jeté is pretty cool. You ever Legendary. seen? Uh, you ever seen Twelve Monkeys? Get the fuck out of here! I'm not kidding. Twelve Monkeys. Twelve monkeys. In a good way. Twelve uh, monkeys. No, they, like I'm. I'm serious. Like, twelve monkeys is a remake of Fight Le Club Jeté. fan. Twelve monkeys is a remake of Le Jeté. We'll see. I fuck you not. We'll see. Like, you could watch. Hey, this would be a great opportunity to rewatch uh, Twelve Monkeys. I'm not gonna rewatch Twelve Monkeys. Get that fuck out of here. You can. You can. You can pretend you're Brad Pitt. I do that every day. I'm the stinky no, you one. Can, and you can see Bruce Willis and feel sad. Because he's he's gone. He's, he's, he's on his way. He's he he's on his way. Yeah. Uh, there. Oh yeah. There's some some of that footage, and you're like, oh boy. Yeah. Alas, and yeah, Sans San Soleil, however that's pronounced. Um, some prime art house trash for RJ. It's gonna be great. Mm. Mm. Well, with that, good night. Who? And the button. <laughs>